You're listening to Robert Kelly's You Know What, Dude? on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. What's up, YKWD fans? This is Rob Sprans from Riotcast, the other half of Riotcast, the better half, the brains of Riotcast, the guy who makes it all happen, the man behind the curtain, the guy with the big balls, whatever you want to call me. You know what YKWD would sound like without me? That, that's what it sounded like, nothing. I'm just here to tell you that I have a show as well called The Hole, and I have a very special one-on-one interview with Anthony Cumia right now on riotcast.com slash the hole. Go check it out. Check my show out. Bobby doesn't even know I'm doing this commercial, but I own the network, so I'm going to put it in. And guess what? He can't do anything about it. Nothing. Go to riotcast.com slash the hole. Check out my interview with Anthony Cumia. Check out all my other shows as well and all the other great shows on the Riotcast Network. I'm the boss. I'm the boss. Please don't tell Bobby that I did this. Welcome, welcome to the funniest podcast on the planet Earth. I always try to keep it like a comic hang. Guys on. It's just us sitting down and yapping. Sometimes it's hilarious. Sometimes it's intense. It's Robert Kelly's. You know what? Podcast. No topics, no directions. But I love doing it. On This is where we start then? Yeah. Welcome to You Know What Dude, the podcast on Rycast.com. My name is Sam Roberts. I'll be your guest, Bob Kelly, today. Do we go around the room and in introducing everybody? Yeah. I just, because the intro was like, it was so anti any sort of format or topic <laughs> list or anything. I don't want to do anything. It's not very friendly. Yeah, I don't want to do anything mm. that would upset anybody. That's too true. Well, Kelly is here. Everybody Hi. knows Kelly. Hey, Sam. How hey, are you? Hey, good. I'm How are you? Smell. Good. Yeah. Uh, Dave Smith. Hello. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Sam Morell. Yes. Welcome. Thank you. It's happened. I trust your uh, leadership abilities. No. Well, good. Good. I do too. Right. Joe List, of course. Hello, everybody. This is, by the way, there's no way of doing this show without having somebody mad at you. Boy, in here and at home. Why is that? Somebody's already mad. They're going to tweet that you're a faggot because of anything, something you did already. Oh, okay. All right. They're tough right. people to please. And so, the room itself is pretty brutal. So don't even worry about it is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. I all just right, tweeted I that you were a faggot. Why? <laughs> Why would you do it? Why I didn't like that opening, man. Uh, we're just uh, so supportive in here before the mics go on and then everybody a, changes. Got a tweet from the hip. <laughs> I'm being supportive. I'm saying these other people are going to hate you. Oh, thank you, Joe. Yeah. Thank you very much. And do we introduce Adrian? Is this his first? time on the microphone Ooh. is he is he on the show or is he just here all right well we adrian him to the exit <laughs> <laughs> oh well welcome to uh you know what dude i don't know where bob kelly is this week he just asked me if i would host the show does anybody know where he is uh I think he's, on holidays. <laughs> he's just on a vacation i thought he had like some like work related thing <laughs> Got a lot going on. You can't come in for an hour and a half when you're on. Where does he have vacations? It's a, it's a podcast. No, you could do it from anywhere. He, Boston, I he tweeted out a photo yesterday of him hiking. Yeah. So oh, oh, I have not had a vacation, and I can't remember when. I don't understand vacations. 
Well, well Bobby is very successful. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I was going to say, like, I think he's a job first. Yeah, <laughs> he's, on, he's on a TV show. He's a podcast. That's he's a stand-up true. comic. Yeah. Uh, he has a kid. Kid is the big one. He's overweight. It's, it's a whole <laughs> thing goes into it. You know what I mean? And he lives in the suburbs. He does so live in the suburbs now. He's given up on this lifestyle anyway. Yeah. Uh, well, welcome to You Know What, dude. I guess... Oh, oh, there he oh, is. Thank boy. God. Red entrance. Before we were done with the intros, <laughs> Lewis is here. What's going on, guys? How are you? What's up? Everybody didn't know that we were going to start without you, and then we weren't, but then... Uh, are no, you? just start. No, dude, I, my, I had to get my son shots at the doctor today. You gave him the shots? I specifically <laughs> did it. Wow. Uh, no, and then I, uh, I left. Happy to hear you're pursuing a different field besides comedy. <laughs> Medical. Joe List, everyone. Joe List. Um, yeah, and then I, I fucking jumped on the train, and then the train was creeping along for like 10 minutes. It was awful. I'm sorry, guys. I apologize. Why was the train creeping along? I don't know, dude. It was just fucking slow. Now, for some reason, in the summertime, the 2-3 train, now it just slowly, slowly creeps, mm -hmm. and I'm just, I'm just too angry for it. So I just scream <laughs> into the air for no reason. So I creep. Yeah, that's going to be one of the ones where we all join in and Sorry, sing a Sam. song from the 90s. <laughs> no, I was <laughs> hoping this was musical. Didn't work. <laughs> My mic on? I enjoy TLC. Uh, I feel well, like uh, Sam and Kelly's mic sounds good, but I, I can't hear myself or anybody else. I can't hear mine at all. That's your own insecurity. Well, that's a good thing, yeah, Scope. Yeah. Yours yeah, sounds perfect. Thank you. <laughs> so maybe you should keep talking while we're working on, uh, oh, there I am. Yeah, now I sound fucking hot to trot. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about the rest of these guys, but honestly, I mean, how much do we really need Dave and Sam's mic to be on? <laughs> There's two Sams. That was a real uh, yeah. thing. That's the same person. <laughs> we have multiple Sams. It's all right. So I Both guess very unattractive. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna lie, guys. I think Joe's mic is a little too hot now. If we just turn him down just a smidge. What are yeah. You kidding? No, I agree. Let's bring it down. Scopo level. Uh, Let's uh, bring uh, it down quite a bit. All the way down. Oh boy. Well, I guess we should talk about uh, Robin Williams to start, right? What happened? What happened? <laughs> well, he's dead. Oh, I'm sorry what? to be the bearer of bad news. He's dead now. It was, how does it feel when your best friend in the world beats you to your punchline by one second? <laughs> I've never had it happen Big before. Jay is here? Where's he at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought you said that he's a bad friend. Who, That's Big what you were Jay? Telling me. Yeah, in private that time. He is a bad friend. <laughs> Dave is actually my best friend. And me and Jay think alike. That's why we're best friends. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah. Well, what, makes, what makes Big Jay a bad friend? I was kidding, um, but if you want to get into it, yeah. uh, his lack of kidding. compassion. Um, no, he's a good friend. All right, good. Jay's a good friend. Well, so so I guess I've been hearing all day from older comics who were kind of around Robin Williams, at least to some extent. Everybody in here is a younger comic. Does anybody have any sort of closeness to uh, the... He owed me like 50 bucks. He did. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Classic um, Williams. I met him once at the cellar and he was, I talked to him for like 30 minutes. He was really cool. He was just like, he was just talking about his, like, his wife, his second marriage and his third marriage and he was just, he was just so genuine and nice to just, you know, talk to every, talk, every comics, like so many comics, every comic who met him has a story that he was like, he talked to them like they were, you know. And he looks at you and he shakes your hand. I met him once here with Soda and Bobby and he was so, and I've never seen between me and Dan having to keep our shit together because we both wanted to scream 
but he was just like so nice. Like, I bet how Soder are you? What's your name? Blah, blah, blah. No, but you know what I mean. Like the excitement. <laughs> like, Soder, Soder is ecstatic. He's going to be in Mr. Mrs. Doubtfire too. He's going to be the lead role now. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he was being was he being nice because he's nice to people, or was he being nice because no, you were a comic? Nice, no, well, I think he just wanted to be around comics. He wasn't even going on stage. He was just hanging at the cellar. Really, around comics. Yeah, yeah. He just liked. Yeah. He was shooting something. He was in a nice guy. One time he told me Kelly Bastuka should quit. Comics, he did, but that was just. Was he really got it. He, he didn't say that. <laughs> I really didn't think he. I didn't think he remembered You're that confusing much. Robin Williams with everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, you know, I do. I get those two confused all the time. So. <laughs> wow, five okay. and a half minutes in, you guys are already into it. I got a uh, Robin Williams story. Micah Sherman, uh, who's a wonderful comedian, yeah. and improviser, and a dear friend. He made me go see Rob Moy, like bought a ticket at the old Comedy Connection in Boston, which is my home club. And I was like, I don't want to buy a ticket to a show. And he's like, I already bought them. We're going to go. It's going to be hilarious. So they, he bought them early. So we sat in the front row. And Robin Williams called us faggots the whole show. <laughs> for like an hour and ten minutes. He was like, look at these two fags. Why don't you come out of the closet, you two? And it was like his thing. He kept calling back to it. And I was like a comic that works there. I was like six years in, just like staring at this guy. And the crowd would like lose their mind every time. He's like, and don't forget these two faggots over here. <laughs> so that was my uh, Robin Williams experience. Is it a weird thing for a comic to go to comedy shows? I, I, to buy a ticket. That's probably the last time I bought a ticket and went to a show. Oh, no, I saw Stanhope. And how long ago was that? In the audience. That was probably oh five, maybe oh six. Before you started doing comedy, though, would you buy a lot of tickets to shows? I wasn't allowed to go into. I was. I started when I was eighteen. So oh, I okay. Go so to shows. I went to one show. I saw Gary Goldman. Changed my whole life. I love <laughs> Apparently. that. Apparently. Occasionally, yeah, I'd, I'd go see Regan if he came to town or whatever. But most places we can just get in for free. I would. Uh, I would go see Eddie Murphy if he came back and did a performance. I would just go see him wherever it was. I would buy a ticket to L.A. Whatever, wherever. But he, did he doesn't it. do comedy. Yeah, that's why I would buy the ticket. So you'd that would be saying, a huge yeah, yeah. comeback. Yeah. If Robert De Niro did stand up. I'd buy a ticket. No, that's to not see true. Robert You're De Niro. an asshole because uh, Eddie Murphy has tease coming back to stand up comedy. <laughs> Shut up, Kelly. He's been saying that for you 20 fucking years. cunt. I hear you fake laughing just to get at me. Um, no, he's been saying he's going to do, and he was. A stand-up comic. Yeah, so no, Robert De Niro ago. was not a stand-up comic, and he's not been teasing uh, in the past. King of comedy, Lewis. Uh, he was a comic. <laughs> True. I saw, I saw Joe List one time. I paid to see Joe List. You really? Yeah. Get out of here. He opened for DePaulo. Oh wow. Ah. That's but he came for Joe List. No, you left after me. I assume. Well, it would be nice. <laughs> oh, that's really sweet. What about the depression angle of of because that's been the big story that the, right, it's horrible. Yeah, that he he he's was the happiest man alive. Well, that's what he thought. I don't think he was. There might be some evidence. What, that? That. what yeah. hope does that give us? This guy was a movie star. Well, he's sick he's and rich. we're not. That's the happiest say. man alive. No, but the thing is, <laughs> he hung himself. He like really went back to back with. At one point, we believe that we're gonna like you know you you want to like make enough money you can support yourself. Like he's a legend. We all look at him. He's a as a, as that. But there's right. a price that he, he can support him. There's a, there's he has a, a mental illness that, that we are not dealing. But that's what I'm saying. With did he find out how he died though? Did he? Yeah, they, hang he hung himself downstairs. It said it was. Yeah, did they, that he hung himself. Oh, yeah. that sucks. But that's an interesting thing that Joe said about him having a, a. He was mentally. He had a sickness because most people are just saying, well, you know, the thing about comics is they're always happy on the outside and crying on the inside. Right. Well, that's the thing. I mean, we've all dealt with sadness, but like and depression, even, but not to the level, obviously, that he's dealing. Yeah, but you with. know what? Who knows? I mean, he's at his age, and and we're, I'm just saying, like, I don't know if it's a, he has a mental illness or not. And I don't know that all comics are like that miserable, but it right. definitely is like a syndrome of whether it's like uh, uh, Chris Farley or or someone like um um. 
who's the fucking guy? Uh, John Candy or like someone like oh, that. Is she? Yeah, I mean these guys who are like very kind of happy, funny personas, and then are really like it's dark. Just, it's well, just that, sad it makes because it, more, it makes them more poignant, I think, when they're this happy person. But then when it, it is a mental illness to to, to take yourself, it's such a selfish act. I, by the way, I don't know if I necessarily agree that it's a mental illness. I've been suicidal before. Have you guys not been suicidal at any points in your life? I've tried to convince Lewis to commit suicide. Weekly <laughs> <laughs> basis. I mean, well, I'm just being honest. Day. The only reason that, like, I swear to God, one of my first thoughts after I had a kid was, oh my God, I can't commit suicide now. There's no out. There's no exit strategy <laughs> that, now if it really hits Right, the but family. he had two. He has yeah. three adult kids, though. It's a little different, and I will say, because my first reaction was like, ah, fuck, dude, that's pretty nah, selfish. Dude, you're talking about three adult kids with 25 million in the bank for them. It's like, it's not actually yeah, it's not yeah. selfish. It's not, it's it's not like, right, exactly. My, but my first thought was like, oh, shit, that's kind of a selfish thing. You got a family. My, and my chick said that. She was like, yeah, but his kids are grown up, and if you're done, you're done. You know, but I'm how not grown up, grown up and multi multimillionaires like, for the rest. Like you've, Their you've kids are taken, taken care you've, of. Right, you have left them. Like, but care when of, you like. say no, he's been suicidal. Like, I mean, you could say you're suicidal, but how close have you been? Like, if he had a rope around your neck, like I'm definitely doing this. Uh, oh, there's the doorbell. Um, I've thought of no, that. no, I not that, not that close, but pretty close. Dude. <laughs> there was like, like I think that scope was right to chime in. We did like, yeah, let's finish. I think there's a, I think there's a big difference between no, I think I'm gonna do it versus no, I'm actually going to do it. This guy's done it for 60 years. You're you're fine today. This is a guy that had a daily struggle with it. It's most definitely a mental illness. I mean, he's a fucking. I, I just look. I think. Depra- I think all these little. You've never watched Scopo's set and been like right there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just oh, think they're. Night. I'm looking at his hair. Yes, it is a way. mental <laughs> defect. I just, dude. I, I don't know, dude. I, I think it's just not. I'm not going like, oh my god, this poor fucking guy. It's just like I, I think that depression it comes in in different levels. Like some people handle it uh, in a different way than other people. So you- he has a grasp though, because he looks like the guy who had everything. Like he had family, money, fame. He had a great career, so talented, but and he still couldn't cope. Like, so well, that should tell you, but that should tell you that it's not everything. It's an illness. But no one knows. Yeah, but I mean, look, man. At the end of the day, you can kind of no one. All this, like, this is a disorder. This is an illness. Is all kind of a bunch of bullshit anyway. They uh, change every year what the disorders are and what isn't a disorder. So you guys think it's a it's, cop out when they say it's a disorder? Look, we all have experiences in life. Our brains work different ways. Some of us are more fucked up than others. We what psychologists do is they look at behavior and they go, well, this is out of the ordinary. This is out. of But it's all just kind of a guessing. But game. isn't like, that he was a fucked up guy? Isn't like, that probably more because we have no idea how the brain works? So every year we figure it out more so no, every year well, there's new diagnosis but part of it will also just be like political pressure so they'll be like a uh, well uh, gender identity gets taken out because like oh no now people are like offended by the idea so it's not just that we understand the brain better in in Nazi Germany they're talking about how like the white pure races that you know like it, it's a lot of it's also just like what we kind of want to decide is wrong or right or, I think we overdiagnose too yeah you definitely. do yeah 100%. I think you guys are right. He's fine. <laughs> yeah, obviously, right? He's a big pussy. Fuck him. Selfish. Yeah. Selfish is what he is. That guy is dealing with a, a sickness that none of us have ever dealt with to how that do you level. Know, how do you because know? he just fucking hung himself. Well, hold on. I'm, yeah. you know, I'm not going to hang myself at 59 and not 63. Like, yeah, you can't say, hold on, you don't know <laughs> what anybody in this room is dealing with on what level. But I feel mental, like I'm pretty but close to you. his mental health has been documented. Like, for years, he has been. it's been said that he's had horrible depression. I don't know Kelly's fucking mental health documentation. Who knows? I'm saying you can't sit I mean, there and like say nobody in the room fucking knows. Yeah, though. but there's no way anybody here suffered with depression for 50 or 60 years. It's just impossible. I think that's how we know yeah. that none of that like, is. He happening. wasn't thinking about it the last five days. He's been thinking about killing, killing himself for 20 no, look, years. I, I, I agree with Joe's sentiment that it's like, yes, this guy clearly got to it's a horrible. level. Probably none of us have it's dealt so with that level where we checked out having millions of dollars, having 
all the fame. Having access to all the things that you could work through this and still designing to check out is... And yes. loved so the, the, by second, everybody. the second I got access to TV's Gotham Comedy Live, I said I couldn't kill myself anymore. <laughs> that was I it. Cross, it. You really could do it, though. <laughs> Please. Does that freak any anyone out at all? Like, yes. To think that, like, because I'm sure on some at some point when you work in entertainment, there's that thing of oh, I just need to get that much farther. Oh, mm-hmm. I just need to grab that thing. It's like these brass rings that you set up for yourself that you realize that's a guy who had grabbed everything. There is no point of success you could get bigger than Robin Williams, and it doesn't help. That and that goes to Joe's point that it is a mental. Sickness. It's, I think it's, it's, it's yeah, also yeah. it's it's how you look at it because you know I, I've, I've mentioned this story on the podcast before, but I've talked to Bobby many a times about just not being satisfied with whatever you get. The the it kind of wears off the uh, just the the gratification and the feeling of that wears off very quickly. And he was talking about Louis C.K. and how you know now he has to get another Emmy, otherwise he's failed. So any I think right. anybody who's successful well, or anybody who like is going towards level, something like true. this, yeah. you're always trying to reach for the next thing. And no, I don't think and. That, it's depends. It's the glass is half full, the glass is half empty. I remember Joe Because you can look that. at that as a very positive thing. You can say, "Hey, dude, I'm just going to keep on pushing and keep on, you know." But you're going to drive yourself crazy. But it's, all, all, it's almost kind of like you're always going to be where you are in a sense. I remember you telling me this, like this, is like a couple years ago in the Caroline's green room, and you were uh, Joe. You were saying how like everything in your career, you keep thinking that's going to be the thing. You're like, okay, I got management, or I got a TV right. thing, I got this festival, I got this. You're herpes. like, now I'm going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> it's always this is going to be it. Now, man. I got these herpes. Nothing right. can stop me. Uh, <laughs> but it's never kind of really. You're still kind of that guy, and it's still right. the same kind of like I don't know. You got to find happiness in the moment. Yeah, and and yeah, and look, there are nuns in third world countries who are very happy. You know, you have to right. you have to look at like what you have and be happy then, or you're never going to be happy. I'm happy right now. I love all you guys. I love <laughs> you too. I don't know you too well, but you seem nice. I love, I love you, you too, Joe. Yeah, thanks, buddy. <laughs> Do you think that? But That's are the end you of the show? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> are you all of that mindset that like? You think this thing is going to be the thing? Like you still? I can't help but do it. That's always you're still there. Always like I'll just be okay when I get this. And, yeah, and that comes and it's. But logically, you know that that's not true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I well, do. I do that, intellectually yeah. know. Yeah, that. A, week, a that, weekend at Stand Up New York did nothing for you. <laughs> <laughs> part of that is uh, is necessary in our thing. You should be happy. I'm a happy guy. I'm happy today. But I also am like I want to do Letterman again. I want to get a half hour. But th- that I think is healthy because I'm like I have to. Make money and keep moving further, so I can have. You just a can't career. rely on those things for happiness. But that's yeah. the difference. I think that people, if you were depressed, you wouldn't be happy today because you'd just be sure. Like, like about that half hour and then right. yeah, what you don't have would just be encompassing your your mind. But it's right. also about funny because there's lots of jobs where you're looking for the next thing. It's like, look, dude, who have you ever? Funny people are a little messed up, man. Like, who have you ever met who had like like the typical household with two loving parents, white picket fence, straight A student, hilarious fucking. It's not Kelly that. Jer- Jerry Seinfeld. Every time I hear about Jerry Seinfeld, he always seems really happy. He had Jerry always up. talks about how he was kind of like a class clown. He was always that guy. That's not who he is. Like I'm telling you, it's always a guy. Who's Jerry a little seems bit like outside. he's in this constant state of irritability. Though. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. He's, he's not a normal guy at all. Nobody's ever guy. like there are no stories about him just being a nice guy. Like yeah, no. there is that Robin Williams story that Sam told a minute ago. That doesn't exist for Jerry. Right. Yeah. yeah. I've never heard it. You know, do you think that? Well, do you think being funny is something that people develop for one reason or another? Yeah, yeah. Like you don't think people are just like I happen to ask that question again. I'm sorry, I misunderstood it. Like, do you think you have to develop being funny for a reason, whether it's to avoid? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So it's not like you're just born. Oh, you just happen to be born with a good sense of humor. 
<laughs> I think you're born with the capa- the capacity to develop it. Yeah. Like I think you're you're born, but I don't think that that necessarily would develop into a human into humor. Like it could just develop into something else. I think it's like, uh, don't get me wrong. There might be like a like a, a mentally retarded person can never develop into being funny, no matter what ex- experiences they Those have. Those are the funniest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because they're born hilarious. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like it's an evolutionary trait. You know what I'm saying? Like you, yeah. you're funny to get ahead. We we do everything to just get ahead. Whatever whatever. If you think of it from like a Freudian standpoint or another standpoint, but it's all just to feel great or to get ahead or to get late or whatever it is. So I think that yeah, it's just another trait to get you there. The same way that being well, uh, doing well in school will get you there, or being athletic. It's just like yeah, like it just kind of like what you have to find some way to survive and. And get forward. I think a lot of times people are put in situations. I think what happens to a lot of funny people, I think this was me definitely, uh, is that at some point you kind of do uh, assume the identity of I'm the funny one. At like a young yeah. age, you know, like whether it's second or third grade, you go, well, that's my thing is I'm funny. Right. And then you just kind of develop that. You know? Because yeah, maybe, because I think some of it has to be predisposed though. Because I know for me, I know going in, I was never the smart one. Like I was never going to get great grades, I was always going to be an average student. But I could be an asshole, so and, I, assuming, and that's something so I could develop. An identity in a role. You know? So you like, think the fact that I figured that out early on is to say, well, you could have been the smart one, but you decided in second grade that no, you were. I, 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 I think you're. You, I think that's like a, a physiological thing. Like maybe you're just not the smart one, but you still develop traits that would get you to to still be neck and neck with everybody else. Who's right. You could have been not smart and not funny. <laughs> right. <laughs> a lot of it's about getting laid too. It's like, yeah. well, I'm not going to get laid any other way. I got to be funny. I think right? I agree. That's one of the things that Freud said that I really do believe that almost everything we do just to get laid. Did he say that literally? Was that, was that a well, direct was, quote? Laid, he basically said that to get sexual laid, motivating factors were like throughout every action everything. in life. Like everything. Well, what he actually yeah. said was, I want to slam my dick into that puss. Right, right, right. You wanted you to want clean to it up verbatim. a little. It was with the German accent. <laughs> right, Didn't he right. fuck his mother? Was attracted to his mother? Or wants well, that was Oedipus. his like, uh, his theory. He says everyone is, everyone is attracted to their mother. Freud said that? He was yeah. coked up at the time. Yeah, yeah. because <laughs> with the, with the, how, I don't think you can quote Freud on being funny because I, I don't think I want to sleep with my mom. Well, we were talking actually about Chris Scopo's mother. Yeah. We are all attracted <laughs> to Freud also said that like laughter is just a release of tension. It's, you know? yeah, it's so, latent anxiety. And, and so much with women is discomfort that, you know, it, if something awkward happens, that's funny. You know what yeah. I mean? So it, I think yeah. that plays into it, too. Like you just have to laugh it off. Yeah. Like you just have to know how to take the moment. And turn it into something funny. That's the right. skill you develop. Girls describe vaginal discomfort after I'm done with them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, buddy, huh? I'm trying to get laid. Uh, I hit my elbow real hard when I made that fart noise. Sorry to hear that. It hurt. But that's the oh, thing. Bad. You didn't develop athletic skills because you're funny. Oh, I'm a great athlete. Are you? Yeah, terrific. What sports? I was actually really good at basketball. I played with him. Really? Well, and football. Remember you were afraid of the ball when I was throwing it to you because you're a big girl. I wasn't afraid of the ball. <laughs> you were. Why can you take those glasses off now? I think that bit's. Yeah, why are you wearing your sunglasses (laughs) inside? Uh, Because I'm a real ass dude, Puerto Rican rattlesnake. Oh. Uh, Hey, no, speaking of real ass dudes, I noticed no response to the Listomania t shirts. Uh, you know what? We're working yeah, on something right now. I, I'm not. I'm not responding until I. The plan is completely completed. Oh, what are the list of mania t-shirts? Are your fans working on it? Or are you? I don't have fans. I have interns, and I'm making them work on it. <laughs> uh, you should get fans to know. <laughs> don't, don't need them. <laughs> you why should also fans are better should, than interns. Why have yeah. fans when they can not only come in and hang out with me, but they could also get college credit for it? 
I guess, so. but I guess, but fans generally will pay you can't get for things that you do. College credit for being for you. You actually actually do something like <laughs> with a, a corporation or something big. That's you not know? true at all. I just thought a real ass dude would have retorted to uh, my Listomania's challenge. Well, sometimes what is the challenge? He oh, I had some Listomania. The leader of the Listomaniacs, uh, <laughs> Frankie G. Oh wow! Showed up, sat front row at my show this weekend with Wait, Listomania shirts. Are you not shirts. the leader of the Listomaniacs? No, no, I can't. I'm just, I'm just living my own life. <laughs> <laughs> they formed on their own. You're an Lewis island. Lewis is the leader of the. Gomites. He's got intern. It's a whole thing. Well, he doesn't have any fans. He was just saying that a minute yeah, ago. I'm just living my own life, and some Listomania Listomania developed beyond my control. That's amazing. And so they showed up with some shirts. And, it's a real uh, grassroots movement. It's a it's grassroots, and uh, we we threw out a challenge to the Gomites, and eh, nothing. Nothing. Not heard anything huh? yet. Where are the Gomites on this? Uh, the Gomites are and working hard. Is this a fight? What do you mean a challenge? Like, is it? Well, no, he wants he because, wants me uh, to retort and have my own T-shirt. Um, oh, it's a T-shirt challenge. Just any retort, just nothing, just mute. Or yeah, mute. Because, hey, mute Joe, or mute? you know what, Joe? Maybe I'm not going to fucking respond to every challenge issue. Well, I thought a realized did. Do a realized dude does what he wants to do. That's what a realized dude does. Oh, all right, that's true. Those like glasses look like they came from a 60-year-old Jewish woman. They've got, like, fake kind of dementes on the side. Could you get better right. ones? Yeah, Hold on. Let her keep on going. They say it's the best way. Can you guys please? Best way to deal with a heckler or Kelly Fistuga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but they're, they're terrible. Could you get better save. glasses? They oh, look yeah. like girls' glasses. Good save. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to keep rolling with it. Is that a it. fact? I guess. It's a fact. Take your bandana. That's the way to get out Your response? Senator, you don't have to. You don't. You don't have to. I decided that, that I'm not going to argue yeah, with Kelly for you. anymore. I'm just. I'm. I'm over Kelly. Does anybody have a, 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 a Robin Williams movie that they enjoyed growing up? I say all the shit that sticks Hello. out to me about Jack. him is his fucking dramatic. I thought he uh, he was an incredible dramatic actor. Goodwill like Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. Ed Poet Society. Fucking dude. Awakenings. Like, yeah. so I thought, you know what's the one that people sleep on? That I thought it was like an amazing film was uh, What Dreams May yeah, Come. Yeah, yeah, saw, yeah. That was a beautiful fucking movie. He was an amazing actor. Yeah. For, like, yeah. I, I think actually far more than, than which, a funny which comedian. Which movie is that? Which movie is that? What, what Dreams May Come. It's yeah. like uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. is oh, in it. Oh, yeah, And he dies and he's in heaven. He's trying to get his wife back Oh, I remember that. It's all his whole heaven's made out of paint. It's like yeah, really yeah, cool, yeah. man. Really Did you ever cool see One Hour Photo? Yes. What a fucking that creep. Was great. <laughs> <But> <laughs> he had range like that. Like yeah. he, was, he was a great actor. He also went to Juilliard. He wasn't like... He yeah, he was no just joke. A, just a comic. He was... With the Julia, it's a big. Yeah, there was like a time, like the guys who got big back then, like the Eddie Murphys, the Robin Williams. Like there was that time <laughs> right there where you had to be like a genuine fucking like Renaissance man. Well, if you go back all the way to like vaudeville times, they right. like expected that you would just do fucking everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it was still. I think that's been wearing away more and more. But like, like Robin Williams, I mean, dude, this motherfucker could act. He, dude, he was like, you watch what like him and Eddie Murphy did in SNL, and then it's like. Fucking Pete Davidson is on the second audition for SNL right now. It's like Pete Davidson can just smoke weed and slowly tell jokes into a microphone. <laughs> That's all he's got. How is it possible? Like we've come from Eddie Murphy and right. And by the way, I love Pete. I think he's great. He's a great comic. I think he's the next Eddie Murphy. But it's fucking crazy to me that like you had to be that good back then, and it's just not the same standard anymore. Yeah, but you didn't have to be good at every like Joe Piscopo. Was like, you know, he cool. He still he does. He was it. a genius. Also, Seinfeld couldn't act at all. He's terrible as an actor, and only did stand up. And he was huge from the same time period. Yeah, uh, Rodney Dangerfield. 
I think he just kind of great actor. I feel like Seinfeld got big after the like the eighties though. Rodney just was doing himself. Seinfeld was huge before he got the show in eighty nine. Seinfeld was a millionaire. He'd done like Johnny Carson like nine times. Yeah, but no, no, he wasn't. Jerry, a lot of people just do it. Jerry wasn't huge the same way that Robin Williams and Eddie Murphy were huge in the eighties. Those guys were rock stars in the eighties. No, but I'm saying Jerry Seinfeld was like a road comic who was a big road comic. No, but he was a TV guy. You can be wildly successful just doing stand up. I don't think it's a thing of like, well, you used to have to do this and no, no, no. No, no, I'm not. No, talk, I'm not even talking about as stand-up. Obviously, you can. You can be wildly successful at any time just doing stand-up. I'm just saying, like the standard of of what these guys were doing, these fucking rock star comics. It was pretty crazy. They were just doing kind of everything. Well, there are. I mean, right. maybe they're just. We're not. We're like you guys are all just comics. There are still rock star comics, right? Like Kevin Hart, I guess, is a rock star comic, isn't he? Russell sure, Peters. Sure. Russell Pe. Well, yeah, but Russell does. Is he a good actor, Russell Peters? Um, he was in. He was in a movie. With Jake Gyllenhaal on a train. Was that's he good? All I remember. Yeah, dude, well, he's he not. Played, it was he played a comedian. Remember it. <laughs> I think that's a big jump from Kevin Hart. I mean, like Kev, yeah. Kevin Hart isn't judging on Last Comic Standing next season. Like, Kevin <laughs> no. Hart is a fucking, you know, like yeah. that guy's a rock star. That and like Louis like, can act. Yeah, yeah. now he's right. Into it right Bill Burr. Yeah. Um, Bill Burr can act like really crazy. Good in, uh, that movie with uh, Elizabeth Banks that just came out. It was a terrible movie, but he was really good in it. There were the, but there was the, even like you think about it. There's not like you look at Eddie Murphy's specials. Like how big those specials were. I, I mean, I don't even think like I, I watch it, and I didn't. I know that apparently, like the the show that uh, Kevin Hart does that was like in the theaters, it's bananas. I didn't see it, but uh, I guess I'd have to see that. But there's no guys that just kind of like it feels like a rock well, star is on stage. I think it's also because like when Eddie Murphy was putting specials out there weren't that many different forms of entertainment. It was like everybody's seeing that Eddie Murphy special. Kevin Hart puts out a special, and he's in Madison Square Garden, and he's in the round, and there's pyro going yeah. off, and he's and it is, it's a bigger special. But there's not three channels at home. There's right. Fucking 30, there's 000, so much shit know, to watch. YouTube. That, yeah. Who I goes think, to the movie theater? But look, rock star <laughs> comics are kind of a rare thing. I think you get, like, Kevin Hart does it. I do think Eddie Murphy did it. I think Dane Cook did it for a minute. Mm. Yeah. There. I think, uh, what, um, uh, Dice did it for a little bit. Yeah. Like, Martin, but to, Steve Martin, one. maybe. Yeah, like those There's an guys. arena style of comic, though. Like, you sure. You can't picture yeah. like a Stephen Wright in an arena. Well, no matter know? how big Chappelle got, he was never that type of yeah. comic. Well, Chappelle, you know? he's kind of almost like doing his own thing, but what he did at uh, Radio City, where it was like, what, it was like 15 nights, and they had like Erica Badu cool. one night, The Roots one night, Kanye another night. Pretty cool. It's, I mean, that's well, see, as big as it gets, really. And he's smart because he realizes, I'm, I'm a comic. I'm not a rock star. Well, he had But problem. I'm going to invite some rock stars. <laughs> Yeah. To hang out, I'm gonna have Kanye saw, West on I my saw, show. Uh, Biz Markie open for Chris Rock once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like they make a, black comics oh, make wow. a show out of it. Yeah, you know? but that's just Chris Rock <laughs> being like, don't do this. I'd really like to hang out with Biz Markie for a night. I'm gonna book yeah. him to open <laughs> yeah, for right. me. Dude, turns out 1,500 bucks, not even that bad. <laughs> Biz Markie will do your birthday party. <laughs> Wow. Oh. So he's not just a friend. <laughs> that joke killed the podcast. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, so so I think I don't know if if comics had to be more before. I just think that they all. There's always been an option to do more, but some comics have always been just comics. Like Stephen Wright's been around forever, but and he's just a comic. He's not like he doesn't have to. He doesn't wear red leather. You know what I mean? That's the older style of comic though, because comics now have to do everything. You but think so? People like Stephen Wright and see, everyone now, that. See, you're having conflicting. Th- this is why I think he was saying back then comics had to do everything, and now I'm. We're saying comics have to do everything now. Well, I think Kelly's referring to like same. podcasts and stuff like that. Where right. Lewis is talking about movies. No, uh, no. Yeah. By the way, I also wasn't saying they had to do singing. everything then. I was just saying that there were certain guys that were fucking like like how amazing was Robin Williams at being an actor? Yeah. Like, but who, they had- who, who? Hold on. Who are the comics now that are doing what he did? 
um, kind of across the board. I don't know if there's many guys that are doing it. Kevin Hart, sort of, but Kevin Hart isn't doing lead dramatic roles. You're right, he's not. But he's got a lot of time. Yet, he might. Yet. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, and I'm not saying that you had to do anything, that you misunderstood right. what I'm saying. I'm saying he did. And yeah, I'm yeah. saying, yeah. So look, comics amazing. nailing dramatic roles like that. I, Adam Sandler tried to do a few different things I thought were pretty good. Jim like Carrey's great. Over me. Jim Carrey's great. Jim Carrey's great. But no one's done Punch what fucking Robin Williams movie, did. Though. Dude, Robin yeah. Williams put out fucking like. Amazing dramatic performances. No, that's like, true. Society is, however, a, like staple. Uh, however, those stand-up specials are unwatchable. Yes, I agree. So <laughs> it's sort of yeah, a sliding right. scale, rarely. And, and Louis is doing some great dramatic stuff now, and, and is going to continue. And I think Burr is too. And uh, Kevin Pollack was a comic that's been in great dramatic roles. Right. Oh, that's right. So like, Robin and Williams also have stand-up that's like Pollack. really kind of like like Louis has like really great specials as well. So I, I'm right. with you on that. I just don't think I think of all-time comedians as dramatic actors. I think Robin Williams was the best. And like, I think, I, but Robin Williams was. I think you're right. He's probably a better comic and dramatic actor than he was a comedian. Most people... I, I think he like a Dennis Leary I, type. I, I yeah. much prefer his acting mm. to his stand-up. But people, Easy. people... When people were remembering <laughs> Robin Williams like yesterday... It was all his movies. Nobody was like, remember that great special he did? Right, right. Dude, I, we were talking about before the Huffington Post article. I literally, like, you know, we're talking about like Dead Poet Society and Goodwill Hunting and what dreams they come. They go, Ted, uh, Huff Poe goes, from uh, Mrs. Doubtfire and Jumanji. That <laughs> <laughs> was great. I was, like, at, I, was at Jumanji? Fox, I was at Fox News yesterday doing Red Eye, and I'd watched O'Reilly on the prompter. I watched him do his tribute for, they had to scramble to get guests to talk about Robin Williams. And his guest was James Carville to talk about. <laughs> he was like, uh, he, met, he met Robin Williams. Once he just told this story he's, about um, meeting him once. Who's that again? He's like a pundit. The raging the Cajun guy. Yeah, yeah. No, he's so old school. Right. He's a pundit. They probably met at like a Clinton fundraiser. What was that? What you were saying? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like, he worked for like Bill Clinton. He's like a Democrat. Uh, the ball dude, right? Yeah. But I think what, what Kelly was saying a minute ago was that, I, like, I feel like now comics actually are expected to be comics all the time. Like, there's not this thing where maybe 15 years ago. You were a comic on well, I stage. I think Roddy Dangerfield got to do movies because of the, his stand-up. Like after right. a certain point, then it was like, "We're going to make you a big star." But Ronnie was doing a character. Was was you know he Ronnie's doing that character he does on stage in in all his movies. Whereas Robin Williams was super versatile and different type of. But characters. like now, like 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 a comic, comics are expected to have podcasts. Comics are expect like because when a comic has to do a podcast, you're expected for it to be funny, and you're expected to do it every week. So you have to come up with material. Every single week, aside from what you're working on on stage, which was not the case, you know, even ten years ago. And it's a lot more about like being real. Like I feel like we live in this post reality TV world where now it's like like if Rodney was alive today, people want to hear a podcast about him saying what it was like to do that character. That's what they want to hear. They want to hear from like the real Rodney Dangerfield what it's like to be Rod. You know, like that. People are almost looked down on. If you're just doing a character all the time. And, and it even affects the way stand-up comedy is on every little nuance. Like, it's like, there can't be any... There's no more of this, did you ever notice? Or the other day... <laughs> now it's like, it's got to be presented as a real conversation, but as like a there's real... There's still some stuff. Neck is very absurd. Colbert. Yeah, and doesn't true. do anything that actually Sasha happens. Baron Cohen, you know? Yeah, so there's still some styles of uh, wacky. Sure. I was thinking about this comedy? the other day. I had a, I had a girl fucking... It's, and it's, I think it all kind of ties into social media in a weird way. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, the, because... The availability because you, of the celebrity. And, and you all have to be on Twitter putting out jokes on Twitter all right, the time. All like, the time. You, you, new jokes constantly. I got, I got a piece of hate mail the other day. Some bitch was just fucking tweeted some shit at me. And I just remember the other day, it's like, it is so easy to hate now. Like, if you hated somebody 
20 years ago. You would have to fucking write a letter, figure yeah. out where to send it. Like you'd, you'd have to you'd have to be a psychopath, obsessive fucking lunatic to let a celebrity know you hate their work. Now you can literally just fucking with it in a uh, touch of a button. Sorry, can I? And it comes up on their phone like a text right, <laughs> right like, into oh, their world. But, <laughs> You're having the best day of your life, and then this bitch gets in your head for no reason. But it'd be so easy for any of us to give that up. But we're so eager for somebody to say something good about us yeah. that you have to have it on your phone. Like, it'd be so easy. So, all right, so take it off your phone. Just check Twitter on your computer or have it for business purposes or whatever you want to do. But you're so eager for the positive feedback. Oh, I hope you like well, that. Was, by the way, it, 99% of it is positive feedback. I mean, look, you get a lot of haters out there, but there's way more people that are fans. Lewis. Let's give an honest ratio. <laughs> yeah, that's, 82% of it is negative, yeah. and <laughs> I'm really trying to get my Rotten Tomato score up. Um, no, uh, it, but it, it really is. But the truth is the negative shit it eats at you so much more it hits you so much fucking harder oh yeah like I, dude it really fucking I can't even ignore it I literally just started blocking people like two weeks ago and now that's become my new favorite thing no you don't it's block like, you don't like block to, there's no, something just, way better than blocking what? no I don't like mute dude new, why I want them to know they're blocked no because if you don't if you mute somebody they don't know they don't know that's, and so they're just sitting there tweeting in the wind and you've left them on an island all by themselves if you block somebody uh, on some level they know that they've gotten to you no 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 I got him he, I he was so pissed that they are muted in my world if they don't know but but that, that means they got you upset. Then it seems that I'm ignoring them. I don't want them to think I'm ignoring them. I want them to know they can't. Here's the thing. I'll tell you. I've been blocked. And I know the feeling of being blocked. <laughs> Who blocked yes. you? Just some fucking douche. Let's just start off at the beginning. Jim Gaffigan. Uh, <laughs> um, no, uh, it was just uh, some dude blocked me because I was arguing with him on Twitter. And I remember I was like, I can't say anything. And it fucking made me so upset that he shut me down and I couldn't say another thing. Also... Blocking uh, it doesn't necessarily mean it got to you. It means like I'll I'll block someone. They're like, yeah, this is whatever. You're gay, whatever the fuck. And I'm like, I don't need this block. It's not like I'm like, fuck. What am I gonna do? I'm upset. I'm just like, yeah, but in I their don't need head, my life blocks. They so. can now define that however they want. They can. But I don't there. care what happens in you their don't. head. You don't. Sam, have yeah. you been blocked before? They're not in my head. Um, I don't think I have so knowingly been blocked know before. On, so you probably have been muted though, and you don't even give a fuck. You're just living life. Yeah, but that's no, a, but that's a good thing. Why is that good? You should feel like oh. a shithead. If you knew you were blocked by some fucking dude, you were getting at him, and he got the last word in and said, "Fuck you, you fucking afro head, fucking weirdo," and then he blocked you. <laughs> I'm about to block you. <laughs> You'd be like, "What the fuck?" And that's that. And then he right. wins. So I, the winning. This is the thing. No, I've had this conversation pain. before. It's, it's all winning and losing. You, whoever, if you're not bothered and you're happy in your life, then you win. It doesn't matter if you. So I told you that I'm suicidal at the beginning of the show. I'm not. You, I mean, to, he's literally only alive because comments. he has a kid. I got. I got <laughs> that's it. I got a tweet the other night. Something like, like, uh, uh, nice job, but you should shave your neck. I'm like. I just entertained you for free, asshole. Right. You know? Like, what, were you giving me grooming tips? So, so did they get blocked? Yeah, we should shave your neck. No, I didn't. I, I should shave my neck. I really, <laughs> that's, what, that's what this is all about, really. With an open uh, razor across. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Yeah, but I got, I got one. Some of them, actually, the worst part is some of these insults make me laugh. Someone told me I look like Michael Phelps with Down syndrome. And I, I was like, that's kind of funny, actually. Right. <laughs> Sam, just wait until your set's been up on YouTube for like six months and there's like 5,000 comments. And it's the worst that's shit you've uh, ever read in your life. Does that happen to it. just wait? Do you think he doesn't have stuff yeah. that's wait on, on YouTube? YouTube? There will not be no. 5,000 comments. <laughs> no, 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 like, just let him collect up. Let the comments collect I up. Have, I have, how do you say just wait? Like, I, like, you've been doing comedy twice <laughs> as long. Hold on, wait a minute. Just wait until your 
stuff's been out there like mine has. <laughs> just wait till you have 5,000 shitty comments on your video. Yeah, that's probably never going to happen to Sam's video. Uh, yeah, but we've all got videos on YouTube with not 5,000 shitty comments. Okay, so it's an exaggeration. So maybe 200, Sam. And it's horrible. Don't no, even read it. No, that's a lot. I mean, do you have a lot no, of comments no. on your YouTube videos? Uh, I don't really put much out there. Oh. I don't put anything out so there. So how do you know? Maybe well, it's not that bad. Because I read other people's. I read someone else's that's been up, you know, that did Letterman. Wait, so and it's like, why is this guy retarded? And I'm like, he's my friend. Your feelings get hurt when... For my friends, yeah. Does any we of you feel that way? Yeah. It's horrible. I love stuff. it when my friends fail. Love it. Yeah. yeah. By the way, I swear to God, dude, there's nothing more hilarious than watching my friends... Pong. Do poorly in oh. any situation. It's great. It is. I love it. It's Makes you I don't want to see my friends fail at life, but like just like bomb on a show. One bad sure. set. That's right. Know that, if you know they're funny. A single you know? tweet where you're like, "I like you." Everybody else sucked. You're like, ha, 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 "Yeah." <laughs> if you saw your friend fail on Letterman, though, you'd be like upset for him. Yeah, I, I thought, thought I did Letterman. well. Well, That's Letterman. Fun. That's kind of a big reach from some guy <laughs> on Twitter. Six applause breaks. It'd <laughs> 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 be great, Joey. <laughs> I mean, that's not an exaggeration. Look, if it was here's the thing. It was like one of my best friends. I would actually hurt. I would feel for them. I would hurt for them. But if it was a casual friend, oh my god, I would share it with all my friends. And we, we'd be on a Facebook chain with thirty comics. Yeah, it'd be great. Do you? Uh, is there pressure amongst you guys to actually be entertaining on Twitter? Yeah, mm. like you, you do feel like I have to give these people I think, something well, to follow. People also like even though even though you're making no money off of it. But com- so you, there's some comics that have booked late night sets because they're funny because on Twitter. Twitter. You and are, they do it and they stink. You, you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> Joe. You don't believe you don't believe this at all. What comic booked a late night? She's talking about Rob Delaney. that's not why. Those last six tweets. I want it on Letterman. Here's what happened. Rob Delaney is popular on Twitter. Yeah, he has fans, so he submitted a tape to Letterman and got booked off the tape that he sent. He didn't get booked because of his tweet. You idiot. Um, That's really hurtful, isn't it, Kelly? No, I wish I could block him now. It's horrible. He, he, Kelly keep th- thinks she's submitted for late night 12, 20 times. <laughs> I keep tweeting. I, I haven't gotten it not see my Sharknado tweets? <laughs> I haven't even got a favorite, let alone a Letterman. But you do feel pressure to be entertaining on Twitter? Yeah, here's the thing. like you gotta, um, And you are being paid in a weird way. We're being paid as entertainers overall to to bring people out to shows. To, um, to I, mean, I mean, that's really what it comes down to. So putting out that content is getting fans, keeping those fans. Each fan is, is invaluable. They're actually worth over your career X amount of dollars. I'm sure people have actually, like in the music industry, I know they put out studies on how much a fan is worth. So when, like we're doing a, a barbecue at the Creek on Sunday for Legion of Skanks. They were like, oh, well, do you want us to add five bucks to the cost? so you guys can make money off of it. I was like, fuck that. I would rather do it to where we have more people and more fans come out and hopefully turn that into more money Yeah, let's have like a great time and then maybe these guys like come out to shows for the rest of their... So yeah, yeah, when you say you're not getting paid, no, I'm not getting paid to write a joke on Twitter, but the more people that I have that are willing to come and see me... Or when Louis C.K. goes and like plays some huge fucking arena, he's not getting paid for that night. You know what I'm saying? Like he's getting paid for the last 30 years that he's put into like developing this act. Right, so it's not like, oh, this is... Yeah. I should just do gigs like this all the time. Well, he also yeah. has said, I heard him say in interviews, that he'll do like slightly smaller venues and he could because it's just a better show and he thinks people will come back. You know? mm-hmm. He could do huge. That's why I do LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure it doesn't get too big. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. Do we have a. Do I have to read that ad? Yeah. You can do that now if you okay. want to. Did you guys hear about this? <laughs> you know, football season is just around the corner. What? That's yep. right, right. It's just around the corner, and you could get your piece of $5 million during kickoff week at DraftKings.com, America's favorite one-week fantasy football site. 
You've already been scouting players for your season-long team. Use that knowledge to win instant cash at DraftKings.com. Last year, one player turned 11 bucks into 4000 in one weekend. Another player won a million bucks in one day just playing fantasy football. Fantasy football is way more exciting at DraftKings.com, where you can win huge cash starting the first week of the season. DraftKings.com, bigger events, bigger winnings, bigger millionaires. Use promo code KELLY, and you'll get free entry into the week one $5 million kickoff bash. Enter KELLY, K-E-L-L-Y, for free entry now at DraftKings.com, DraftKings.com. And I would recommend you do that now. Oh, boy. I wonder. There's some more ads for you. Right now? Uh, we can do them later if you want to. Well, I don't know. I don't care. I'll do them now. Um, yeah, we're in the zone. Do we're it. in the zone. Yeah, and then we'll the start zone. on YouTube. In the ad zone? Okay. Uh, uh, Amazon, yes. Everybody loves Amazon.com. If you're going to buy something online, why not look at Amazon.com? It's a great way to help support Riotcast and the YKWD podcast. And... If you do, please go to riotcast.com slash Robert Kelly and click the Amazon button before you shop. By sending our listeners through this link, Amazon will kick back a small percentage of the overall purchase price to the show to help cover our costs. It really helps the show. There's no cost to you, and Amazon has some great pricing options for electronics, apparel, computers, books, DVDs, groceries, and more. So again... Thanks for supporting the show by going to riotcast.com slash Robert Kelly and click the Amazon button before you shop. Speaking of things that people like, <laughs> video games are also good. You're doing great. Thank you. Great. It's lucky you've done this before. And Riotcast has partnered with game rental service Gamefly, giving our listeners a free 15-day two-disc offer, a $22.95 value. That's right. Try the new Grand Theft Auto V, The Last of Us, or Diablo game for, for as long as you want for a fraction of the cost of the game. Gamefly.com offers 8,000 video games for PlayStation, Xbox, Wii, and now your PC. Just give it a try. If you like it, keep it. If not, cancel as it's a free 15-day, two-disc trial. Go to Gamefly.com slash YKWD for a special offer to our listeners only. A free 15-day, two-disc trial, or go to Riotcast.com slash Robert Kelly and click on the Gamefly link from there. Yeah. So there you have it. A lot of, I mean, a lot of great stuff. You did great. To get, oh, thank you. That's that's what I'm here for. I'm encouraging you. Read advertisements. I'm going to tweet that's, how great uh, you did. <laughs> on, on the ads. Oh, Good. Get it on Letterman. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear that Kelly got on Letterman just by tweeting how good Sam was reading, reading ads? <laughs> Unreal. It was, um, it was actually a retweet that got her on. <laughs> I mean, Louis, I wanted to talk to you. Uh, well, you know what? Everybody feel free to chime in, but... Um, <laughs> About the UFC fight that's coming up. You're a big MMA guy. Well, Dave is also a huge you are Dave. MMA guy. Like uh, 20% bigger than Lewis. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. No. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, <laughs> Sam has lost complete interest. He's going home. Lewis just retweets oh, okay. whatever Dave um, says about MMA. Are you, are you talking about, because there's there's a few a few big, big fights coming up. Obviously, Nick Diaz versus Anderson Silva. Obviously. I'm talking about the John Jones Cormier, yeah, dude. Cormier fight. This oh. is an incredible, incredible MMA fight. It's probably the height of like athletics in mixed martial arts because you've got a guy who is 
comes from just this elite athletic family, right? John Jones' brothers in the NFL. Both of them. Two, two brothers them. in the NFL them, now. Yeah. I know he had one who was Division One and in the NFL, so the other one's in the NFL now, too. They're both. The Ravens okay. and both. the Pats. So, so uh, think, yeah, yeah wow. so he's yeah. got two NFL brothers, and, and he's that type of guy. I mean, John Jones is yeah. a guy who, if he had you know dedicated his life to basketball, he would be he's one of the best players in the... He's got two extra bones in his foot. He's got one extra bone. Right, he's got the two. I think could be one of the best players in the NBA. I think could be a wide receiver in the NFL. Well, forget that athletic like, well, and you look at people like George St. Pierre, and I think he's the first guy to really break out in terms of like super athletes. This guy goes he's and got does size though. He's got size. Athletics. I know, but I'm just saying he does like fucking uh, you know gymnastics at a very very high level. If John Jones wants to become a professional dancer, he's such a good athlete that he can do whatever he wants to do with his body. It's just insane. It's like when you see it in in like the NBA. You know, he there'll be like some it, talented yeah. guys. There's like a guy who's a really good player, and then there's LeBron James who is a next level well, athlete. LeBron can play can any do sport he wants. He wants. Yes, exactly. He'd be a hall and of famer. Daniel Cormier, the guy who he's going up against. Right. An Olympic wrestler who is, I mean, you know, an Olympic level athlete. There's basically no higher level of, of did athletics. Did he win a medal? So did he win a medal? Did he medal? Mm, no. But so there is a higher level okay, of fair athlete. Enough, yeah. But he, d- okay. But he was there's the ones that win. <laughs> there's almost ha- a higher level of, a- no higher level of an athlete in MMA. And there's a few, and they are Olympians like Ronda Rousey, Dan Henderson. But Dan Henderson's from a different era as well. Matt Lindland did get a medal. But Daniel I'll tell you, Cormier this guy's a higher the, level the athlete. captain of the Olympic wrestling team like eight years ago. It's pretty fucking close. I'm just saying, UFC was known, and when it got famous for years ago, being Tank Abbott. You know what I mean? Being some dude who's a bar fighter in the right. hall. And this, in a lot of ways, to me, yeah, represents Back in the day, it was like, all dudes with bodies body th- like Kelly Festuca. Now, <laughs> these guys are fucking... Kelly, not to say you can't be an MMA fighter if that's what you want to be. Yeah, Kelly. You can yeah. tweet your way into the game. <laughs> <laughs> tweet that you're tough. They're so intimidating, these tweets. But I, I'm, I've been wondering about like what a big MMA fan's perspective on what's been going on with the promotion of this John Jones fight is. Because I know like when Brock Lesnar was there and he cut... I'm a pro wrestling fan. So when Brock Lesnar was there and he cut a bad guy wrestler promo on the sponsor, I thought it was the greatest thing I'd ever seen in my life. I was like, I'm going to start watching every single UFC thing if this is what it's like. But every MMA fan that was in the room was like, that's disgraceful, that's disgusting. There's no place in the sport for that. There's there's nothing but a place in the sport for that. And here's the problem, dude. Let me tell you something. MMA, it's this this fucking fringe sport, okay? And I think that there's a... And I said this yesterday on uh, Hammer Fisting. There's a place in the sport for every role. And that's what's beautiful about this sport. It's a a single-man sport. You have all these different personality types. Yeah, of course, there's a lot of room in the the sport for guys like Rich Franklin or George St. Pierre or the guy that's going to put a suit on and be very respectful and show you how humble fighters are, but there's also a place in the sport for the guys like Chael Sonnen or Brock Lesnar right. or Nick Diaz, who when they get a microphone in front of them, can generate interest in the I think, fights. I think the comparison, look, it's a sport, so the comparison to wrestling is a little flawed. Like, I, I just compare it to other sports, like, look, you have, like, in the NBA, was there anything more exciting than that Pistons-Indiana fight? Yeah, is it bad for the sport, and is it not good? Someone could have gotten seriously hurt. It's not right. But it's exciting and fun, and we all fucking love it. And those things happen every now and then. You have the Dennis Rodmans, you have the weirdos, and then, who, like, promote themselves great, and then you have the fucking, you know... And by the way, we are not in an era where you flipping through the channel, seeing two guys fight in a cage is really a new or unique thing. I mean, anymore. that's right, because I, like, I've never not been entertained watching a UFC show, but I'm also, I've never been compelled to buy one or to go to a show unless you have somebody like Chael Sonnen, right. unless you have somebody drawing me 
saying this is why you should you care. You get it now, but the first time you saw two dudes fighting in a cage and kicking each other in the head, you were like, oh shit, this is kind of cool. Yes. But it wore off a little bit. It, of and course. This, and this is my theory as to why women's MMA is so exciting right now, because once again, there's this new thing. You're like, oh shit, these two hot chicks are in a cage fucking fighting right now. They're beating the shit out of each so, other. So when you see John Jones and Daniel Cormier, Cormier, how do you Cormier. pronounce it? Cormier. When you see them actually get into a fist fight at a press conference, you're not rolling your eyes? I'm not rolling my eyes because I, I don't think that anything the UFC does is not uh, fairly um, deliberate. I, and I'm not saying that they set that up, but the UFC knows what's going on. When you have Dave Scholler, who is fucking no bigger than you, soaking wet, you know, right. he, when he's standing between these two beasts, dude, he's not holding him back. You saw the way they came at each other. Dana White tweeted once he was he landed in Bora Bora like an hour after it happened, and he tweeted he was That's like, how I describe uh, this podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's half the room. <laughs> well, what's it, what's it going to take to get Joe List? A guy, what's it going to take to get a Joe List uh, interested in, in MMA? Joe, uh, you liked it. You watched it. With I enjoyed, me. enjoyed watching it, it a couple times. You know, you but it's just guy, Joe because you're a big sports how you guy. guy. How do you guys big feel about guy, uh, Uriah Hall? Did you see that fight where Uriah he had the compound fracture in his foot and he, and he still won? Did you see that one? Yeah, yeah. I mean that wasn't even like a crazy like. Oh, injury. I see. That was one I watched. I was like, holy shit! He, to, to fight on yeah, one Yeah, John leg, Jones. John away. Jones had the exact same thing happen. Remember that one, uh, the Chael Sonnen fight, dude, where you look down and it, like your toes are like that, and it literally looked like he was doing the fucking Star Trek sign with his foot. It was Ugh. fucked up, dude. Wow. Yeah, and if the guy won the fight, if though, he didn't yeah. finish uh, Chael Sonnen in that round, Chael Sonnen would have ended up being the two hundred and five pound champion because he was not answering the bell between the first and the second round. But why does it bore you, Joe List? Oh, it doesn't bore me. I, I just meant the conversation. I was just trying to be but, okay. uh, so, but, but I do feel like there's probably a huge chunk of the audience that's never yes. watched UFC or is into it yeah right and we lost them they just fast forward that's not true uh, first of all we've done full I hope they don't fast forward because the Bora Bora line was yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> if you fast forwarded rewind <laughs> we'll make it the name so yeah they have it. to know how we, how did we get here from there that was big no I've enjoyed the uh, the fights that I've watched it's just a whole that's another thing I have to consume all my time do you, you, you can't you can't uh you can't submit yourself to a new hobby at this point. I mean, I could maybe at some point, but uh, I like I like the classic sports. I'd rather watch a <laughs> tennis match than two guys fighting. Really? You'd really tennis? rather watch a tennis, tennis match than a... Great. I love what? Tennis. Mm -hmm. tennis sucks. No, it's great. No, it's terrible. I mean, okay. we get a marathon match. Fighting Oof. with tennis rackets. <laughs> yeah, to the death. That's how uh, Vandersloot killed the second chick. With a tennis racket. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. With her tennis racket. But, like, no, do you find times. tennis so interesting that you would have a conversation about it? Yeah, it's great. You would. When you watch, like, a. Like, years ago, there was a. a yeah. Rafter was in, like, a five <laughs> and a half hour, like, marathon what, what, what match, his, and it was point for Rafter. And it was no, his name is Rafael Nadal. No, Pat Rafter is another tennis player. Oh! oh. Never heard of Pat. Because Ted is sucked. He won like a Wimbledon. He, he won like three Grand Slams. Served, everybody. <laughs> that was a good one. Scopo got served. Wow, <laughs> God, you gotta feel like such a tennis. douche. Oh, I, the best be is if Kelly just made up this Rafter guy. That would be the ultimate. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the same Rafter. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's actually a different player. His name. Oh. Wow. Anyway, it was five and a half hours, and it was point for point, and it was it's. It was one of the most emotional things. It was like, a, um, was it the uh, U.S. Open? Uh, what's his name? The one that used to date Mandy Moore. Uh, Rafael Nadal. 
Roddick. Roddick, yeah. Didn't he have another one as well? Went for like five hours. That was against uh, Federer. That okay. sounds like and a Wimbledon. nightmare. It's Did absolutely one tennis match for five Fantastic. hours. No, it's good. It's, it's good. emotionally. It I would draining. literally rather watch five hours of your comedy, and I really do mean that. <laughs> no, That's nice, though. That's, that. It would have to be <laughs> three on. minutes on a loop. Let's <laughs> <laughs> ignore him. Hope he goes away. Um, <laughs> what about Monica Sell? She got stabbed. That's yeah, exciting. by a crazy German who was in love with um, Steffi Graf. If you could use Yugoslavian, no, she was Yugoslavian. No, she's German. Don't correct Kelly. It hasn't been working out. It was a different European <laughs> no, altogether. She's not German. She's Yugos. She's from the former Yugoslav. Oh, Monica. Sa- Monica Sell is yeah. from Yugoslavia. It's great. I love it. But if you could, if you, could, if there was like a stabbing every seventh tennis game, right. then I would watch every tennis game in case uh, there was one. That's why it's soccer's a match, so great, bro. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> you watch tennis? You really do watch tennis? UFC game, huh? But are, <laughs> are, you said, were you game, a big you sports guy? Never. See, me neither. I came from pro wrestling, and I think that's why MMA kind of spoke to me. Number one, it was just kind of like real pro wrestling. It's not just, just that. Just it's clear, more than that. Lewis came from being a fan of pro wrestling. No, no, no. I, I came from a pro wrestling background. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I played the ultimate warrior. Well, I was the, ma- I was the manager of the Kamala Gun and Giant for about two years. <laughs> and then I got into comedy. It's my history. It's my origin story. Um, no, but I wasn't a big sports guy. But MMA is like the purest sport. It literally is just mano a mano. There's no bullshit. And you know what? It's quick. There's no five and a half hour fight. Yeah. It's like the longest fight is like 25 minutes. Yeah. And even that, you're hoping that it ends in three. What does that say about the sport is if the best thing about it is it's over it's quickly. Qu- yeah, it's quick. <laughs> but then there's more. Then you could do another one and well, another I mean, one. Yeah, but I mean, dude, it's like you have to be, they have to be in better shape than any of these other athletes for that short amount of time because it's so insane what you're doing in that amount of time. Yeah. You're doing something that is more athletically grueling and challenging than anything else, any other major sport, and you can get a shin to the fucking dome in yeah, the middle of it. Yeah, and by the way, it, right? by, it's by pretty the pure sense of uh, fitness and exercise, it truly is, like when you think of concepts like CrossFit or, or muscle confusion mixed martial arts what you're doing is you're training in multiple disciplines you're putting your body through all of these different things that you're never truly comfortable the reason why MMA fighters are in such crazy shape is because your bodies have, haven't adapted to your sport because there is no adapting it's constantly evolving in tennis you're just used to doing it swimmers now, tennis just, is by the way one of the craziest most like hold on well. hold on time out I'll tell you why tennis playing is tennis one. isn't hard for tennis players though for us it is well yeah yeah no, but, the truth, but the reason why like what you're saying which from like a fitness perspective tennis is tough Tons of fast twitch muscles, it's and you don't cardio. know which way the ball is going to go at all times. So you have to be right. Re- so t- tennis does get a lot in of the that middle in of too. summer like with 100 degrees and a little bit in, in the heat, and you have to up on tennis courts. It's constantly. all it's yeah. all like a like fast twitch muscle action. Like it's all about that. That's why tennis players are very young in general. Like what's yeah, old? That's why for they, a tennis oh, player? 30 they're, they're is old. 31, 32. Yeah, there's no, there's no like you know. Only Sampras. I think he played to like 38. Yeah, but he 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 was shitty. Still done. Yeah, six years of his career. I mean, wasn't he on meth? Also, the conditioning in hockey. No, Agassi was on meth. Agassi, yeah. Agassi was on meth? Yeah. Agassi was all meth up because he was meth up. But the average tennis game is not well, uh, it's boring? No, because... Not if you're on meth. Yeah. <laughs> only, in the majors, only in the majors do you go best out of five. five best out of th- uh, three women out of five for, women the, just for the three. men. Every other tournament's two out of three. So the matches aren't, you know... Could be pretty good for two out of three. Scoble, you really know. look like you would have played tennis until I see your butt. Yeah, yeah. Move that thing around. Scoble fucking Scoble just sat on the net on the side to hold. I was it down good at doubles on a windy I could day. Be doubles. Thomas was. I, uh, I need someone to help me out. He was uh, going to win nationals until like he was 12, <laughs> 12 and under group. He was killing. <laughs> then those hips came in. Did you? So did you start getting into more sports once you got into MMA? No, I don't watch sports at all. Right. I, I mean, I'll watch the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um. 
Maybe. Yeah, I've, Maybe. I mean, baseball is to me a horrendously boring game. Yeah, I can't. Well, I, baseball I can't is baseball no. is meant to be a day at the park. Like it's it's meant to just. No, sit look, there. I could go that watch. Is fun. Going to baseball, I can go to any yeah, sport and hanging watch out with somebody and, and beer, having a hot because dog. that's eating hot dogs and drinking beer, and I could do that in a parking lot without the game on. <laughs> right. and I'll enjoy that <laughs> if there's a game and people are cheering and having fun. That's just going to make it more of like know, a joyful atmosphere. I know baseball, but I don't give a fuck. People hate baseball, and I understand why it is very boring. But like from someone who played it, I kind of watch it differently. You watch UFC differently than I watch UFC. Because so you it's, it's, do you find UFC to be boring? It. I analyze With baseball a hard on? differently. Yeah, <laughs> raging hard on. What so about you, Sam? I watch it differently. That's why baseball is not boring to me. But other people, I can tell it's so boring. But Sam, what about you? Did you play any sports? No. Do I look like I played any sport you ever? Like all of them. <laughs> yeah. No. I played soccer for one season in second grade, Oof. and that was that. You can't call Ladies. it a season in elementary school. In, what did did they <laughs> yeah. even put you up? You just sit on the bench the whole time? I don't remember at all. <laughs> I still have the participation plaque, though. But no, I've never, I've never ever, I mean, I'm in the same way as you. The only real sport that ever started to appeal to me was MMA, and that's not even in a big way. Yeah. Because I think it's because it's so basic, and it's short. I'm big on this short thing. Yeah. And it's like, look, dude, that's one of the things about MMA. Like, here, you know a baseball game is going to... What happened? What's, what's going on? Just that Lewis, like, touched Touch Joe. Joe. Before he made that point, he went, like, as if we were on, like, Bill Maher or something like that. And he went, like, no, let's see where you're coming from. Let me just interject. And Joe just made a face, like, what the fuck is Lewis? It was a really great moment for me and Kelly. It was the gentlest touch of my life. I didn't care for it. Now, I understand where my conservative friend is coming from here. But you know, look, you know... But this is the new, game. you know what, dude. It's like we can have we can have disagreements, but it's not hostile. It's still no, sensitive and loving. We're all friends here. Well, yeah, you know, Robin Williams died. We were all uh, sad. reeling. Right, right. Um, but in a baseball game, you know it's going to go nine innings. You know it's going to be a long game. In MMA, you're on the edge of your seat at all times. This could fucking end at the blink of an eye. With uh, no, in baseball, you have the thrill out. of this could go nine innings or twenty-seven innings. <laughs> right. <laughs> this could be. We could never go a home. Really <laughs> long day, or this could be the longest day of my life. Just depending on the way you look Excitement. at it. Excitement. Are you a sports guy, Sam? I am, yeah. I'm a big basketball. Well, basketball is a little Basketball's more fast-paced. I'd, yeah, at least it's fast-paced basketball. Yeah. Basketball, baseball, a little football. Yeah. Most stuff. You know. Yeah. No, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm lucky because my wife doesn't watch sports whatsoever. So I'll watch... She's the, not supposed to. I'll watch the Super Bowl like once a year. You're not supposed to. And <laughs> what are you from the forties? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Very misogynist. Yeah. Yeah. That's something that she should I say. Like, a, my husband doesn't watch football. I love a girl that watches. My ex-girlfriend would be into basketball. We watch like six hours of basketball together. I love that show. I've never I wanted to watch sports. Do you, you do? Why is that? Like, I don't want them in my ear during a football game. Yeah. You want them yeah, but they're not in your ear because they know what's going on. Kelly should be together. No girl knows what's going on in a football game. Throwback. Do you want to go on a date with Kelly? Is that what it is? No, absolutely not. I feel like a lot of girls. It's okay. We're cool. They would be the perfect couple. Because Kelly was just like, well, of course, your wife isn't supposed to watch sports. And then Adrian was just like, no, no girl way. ever understands sports. I think a lot of girls watch sports. I thought sports. you were saying because they're both unfunny. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be one of those weird couples that has the same body type, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Um, no, but a lot of girls that are into sports are only into sports because he's into sports. And it's a real fake, yeah, go Tigers. And you're like, well, They have like the pink know. Jets jersey yeah, or whatever. Like, I watch sports, yeah. Like, yeah. I know you're not. I think it's nice that they're taking an interest in something I like. Kelly, yeah. I've yeah, never, annoying. I've never wanted a, a girl to be into the hobbies that I'm into when yeah. I'm dating them at all. Like I've never, 
like whether it's a video game, whether it's pro wrestling, whether it's music. I like I, I want our interest to be separate for what kind of female wildebeest is in a pro wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Being raised on pro wrestling, yeah. maybe realize that hobbies should be separate. But my chick always gives me shit about that because she was like, "Oh, we don't have the the same opinions or tastes on the same type of movies or music or whatever." I'm like, "But that's what's great about being with Lewis a person." Has his face painted is like, "Beat him into the cage." <laughs> it was like, "How come she can't get into this with me?" I want to share this. You uh, you you bring each other out of your comfort zones and you kind of share and you pick up little things from each other. Like, Lewis is writing poetry with his girlfriend and and she's like watching Actually, cage fighting. I wrote poetry before I met her. Ah, good point. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know, but what does it mean to like the same shit? Like are these dating websites that filter people based on you both like like enjoy Guns and Roses. Who gives a shit if you like the same music? You know, it's you know values and energy are more important than you know. Mm. Coming well, from a guy uh, who has been single for fifteen years, <laughs> uh, three months, Joe. Three months. I know. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I mean, I don't think. Laid <laughs> back. Sorry for going for jokes, everybody. It's my bad. But if you have enough of the same interests. I would think that your energies are the, pretty much the same. But I like that. I like being with someone who doesn't have the same interests because then I get to learn stuff and it's a better conversation because it's more listening rather than just going, yep, you like him? So do I. Good. Yep. It's I, like boring. That's not how conversations go if you're into the same thing. <laughs> it's not like Sam and I are like, comedy? Yeah. We have conversations about it. We've been talking about UFC for 20 minutes. Let me look. The case it's more interesting go, if it's different, Joe. Yeah, enjoyable. Agreed. <laughs> Let me find somebody who's not into what I'm into so I can talk at them instead right. of with them. But I guess, I don't know. It's probably because when I have a hobby that's like pro wrestling, I don't like most of the people that are into that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a weird moment when you don't like, like I'm at a Yankee game or something, and I'm like, You're, these fans are assholes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sports fans in general are yeah. fucking assholes. Like, you gotta think, and you're talking about in general, you know, it, look, I think most dudes in general are kind of assholes. You know, and I think chicks. about, think about the, back to high school. Most of these, Let's not leave them out of it either. Everyone chicks. was kind of an asshole in high school, and then there was your little clique of friends that were kind of cool and unique in your own weird way, and that's that. You know, so. On some level, anyone who's a fan of anything is bound to be an asshole. Anybody Except, who defines themselves as a fan of something is fucking annoying. Right, like that, like that really. And K. Vazi, I know you're listening, and I know there's a tear going down your face. Yeah, right can you now. not you're say this? Throw to, your hand you know, in the, He's in the room right now. He's <laughs> chatting it up. Is he, K. Yeah. Vazi, bro, you don't change one thing about yourself. You're the exception of the rule. But if you are obsessed with something to the point where it's like your whole life is that, I think that's kind of fucking weird. Unless you can turn it into something constructive. Unless right. it's comedy, then you're totally cool. No, but yeah. you're not. As long as you're stay all away from this topic, like No, you're not. Fan, no, no, I'm You've turned it into something constructive, though. You're a professional you comedian. Are you segment right. about uh, Gomites versus Listomaniacs? What are you going off on? Anyone who's a fan of something. If you are a Gomite, you're a little weird. The Gomites, yes. I think they're, they're, they're disbanded. They're done. I'm kidding. <laughs> the movement's Gomites, over. listen to me. Well, that's why he makes all his fans interns. Yeah. He, doesn't, he doesn't like fans. <laughs> listen to me, Gomites, Gomites tomorrow, 7 a.m., I need you guys all to be at the office and um, bring me coffee. No, uh, but you get what I'm saying. Though. <laughs> that was People, that's a bomb I mean, <laughs> What are we doing here? Yeah. That's a fucking. I feel like we. That have was a, like a wild bomb. <laughs> I think we've forgotten to move this thing like seven or eight times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst kind of bomb where every, the whole room is confused by what happened. <laughs> I, like, like, I, I thought maybe he was going to go somewhere with it. It takes you a second to even realize it was a bomb. Oh, that was supposed <laughs> right. to be funny. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Weird one. I just want to make sure you guys are paying attention. Yep. Yep. So, uh -oh. do you? I mean, it's like the couple. It's like the second or third time that you brought up being like a comedy fan. Do you consider yourself 
No, I just mean, I mean, we're, you're saying defined by being obsessed with one thing. I think we're all very comedy obsessed, obviously. But I don't like I talking. I was just trying to make a joke. I don't like talking with guys that love, love, love comedy. You don't? No. Well, you picked a great podcast like, to do. I mean, yeah, no, what I mean, are you doing? I mean, guys, I mean, guys that I'm like, you know, yeah, dating or want to fuck. Yeah, but I don't like. Like, obviously, they'll like it, but guys that are like big comedy fans, if I'm dating in and we're going to fuck or whatever, Why? I don't like it because. Uh, they're a little bit off centre, a little bit weird, and then and then every conversation ends with them going, "Yeah, all my friends say I should do comedy. I'm be really funny." What are you? Oh, yeah. I'm oh. sorry. I mean, you say off centre. How am I not supposed to mention your tits? Am <laughs> 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 I supposed to sit over here just be an asshole? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone should take the bandana back from Lewis just for that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that was fun. Anyway, they're always a bit weird because they're like, "I should do comedy. I could do." Wait, comedy. are we on your tits still? <laughs> <laughs> Please I don't, don't know be. Where we're picking up. Are you from? All right. No. Do you date a lot of comedy fans? Um, they, not really, but the ones that I do, I can't, I can't continue because they're horrible. They're comedy fans until they see her and then they change their minds. <laughs> right. Uh, do you fuck them first? <laughs> no, but it's just because every guy that's a comedy fan wants to start doing comedy and then you start dating him and they're like, yeah, I'm going to start doing comedy. And you're like, I don't think so. Oh, that's Kelly can't good. deal with somebody getting better than her at <laughs> within the first time they do it. They're on the same level. <laughs> like, isn't, no, that's not it. <laughs> I'm just going to block it. No. Can I just block everything? <laughs> Have you? Would you? Do you date girls that are like any of you guys into your comedy? My the only my, ones. I go for I think that's the only way I can get laid. Is that right? <laughs> I never, I never just post up at the bar and hope I don't someone think, says I'm They've funny. never picked up a girl at a bar just off nothing. Well, right. They could never do it. I I first of all, that's not even close that. to true. I used to get fucking laid no, way I more mean, from, uh, when I was. It's true for me. I have 100% never gotten laid outside of comedy. Legitimately? Or high school. Legitimately? Yeah. Wow. Legitimate. Oh, karaoke once, but that's... <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's fan of your karaoke. Yeah. Yeah. No, I used, to, I used to have fucking great game. Her. I used to talk chicks into fucking me all the time. But in comedy, it's kind of... I was thinking about this. <laughs> Just talk them into it? I dated a chick. I remember... Come on, I dated, please. I dated Alex. Please. Yeah, how do you... How, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> How did you talk chicks into having sex with you? You just don't ask and put your dick in them. Yeah. That's all. Like he's a trial it's like, lawyer Because you didn't say charm them. You didn't say woo them. No, you talk them into it. How did you, you talk? Shh, shh, don't wake up. Shh. <laughs> but seriously, how do you? Because I've never been able to, to. I've never been good about that. Daddy's here. <laughs> um, no, you just fucking game. You game chicks. I don't know. We, me and Dave, we used to fucking. Talk to them. You just talk to him. By the way, it was a lot of it is just sales you. strategy. You play no the problem. fucking numbers, dude, and not, not be afraid to close. If you were legitimately just uh, Lewis. By the way, you say whatever you were about. Lewis had a uh, always had more game than me. Lewis was like unbelievable at pulling shit. When Lewis like was uh, in, in pre Beatrice days, pretty much every other girlfriend never stopped you. Yeah. Uh, in pre Beatrice <laughs> days, oh, I think everyone knows that, yeah, including the other girlfriends. Uh, they, um, <laughs> and Beatrice. And Beatrice, like yeah. Um, Lewis was like just. Incredible game. He was. Incredible game. Could you, if you're not left afraid right. of hearing the I word no. And Lewis, by the way, was yeah. not. Lewis is in like uh, five times. afraid of hearing the word no or help or stop. <laughs> if, you're willing, yeah. if you're willing to just scream over those words, turns out, you can have. Really no, Lewis, by the, the way. same reason he pursues comedy. Uh, was fat at the time. <laughs> you were fat at the time? Yeah. Lewis was not in any any type of good shape at the time. He was fat well, six it looks months a lot ago. better now. This is recent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, but I was also in shape before that. I was in crazy shape. Right. I, yeah. remember, I remember Lewis doing this. Lewis was a fucking. Yeah, yeah. He was a beast. 
Oh, oh, wait, wait, what's the story? So Lewis is a fat fuck. He's bald. He's an idiot. He was a great guy. Don't get me wrong. Because being in all seriousness, right? Lewis is not a bad looking dude. He's never been a bad looking dude. But Lewis did have things. He had things that could easily make a dude get in his own head and go, well, I can't pull this type of pussy. Like, I'm overweight or I'm bald or I'm this. You said you would never tell anyone that I have a little dick, you piece of shit. I know what you're getting at. I didn't mention that. I skipped that. I was just but I'm just saying, but Lewis just never, it was, it was uh, like, Lewis always really believed in mind over matter. Well, what and he made Lewis? that happen a lot. It was, dude, it was genuine sales strategy. It, dude, if, you, if you're always closing, if you're not, a, it, and you, under, hold on, Lewis if you understand, it's genuinely a game of numbers. Right. And this is the truth, dude. Let's say 69. it's ABC, but instead of always be closing, those are just three STDs. Yeah, but what was, what was Lewis's like day? What was his ratio for like, you know, 23 year old trim or like 60 year old divorcee? Like, what was he, like, two to one, it four to like one? It was, like, all 23-year-olds. It was all young girls. Maybe the occasion, one out of every 20. Because yeah, it'd be funny to fuck a 60-year-old. Yeah, yeah, one out of you every do 20. it. No, I would... No, his ratio of 20-year-old fuck, or 23-year-old 10 to 23-year-old five Six. was 50-50. That's good, though. But I had a bunch of tens in there. I did great in there. That's an average of seven and a half. I dated a chick, this really hot chick, Alex, when I was when I first started comedy. Like, literally, she met me when I was doing comedy for like six months. And um, it's so funny because I was such a bad comic that I think back <laughs> now and I go like, wow, dude, I have no respect for her because she was willing to fuck like like a sh- really shitty comic. Right. But a shitty comic who was killing. Like, you were always that guy. You were like a shitty comic who knew how to do good. Yeah. So there's still a thing. Women get very intoxicated by that. She was a 20-year-old she idiot herself. Smell, she no, know. she was 17. The fact that she couldn't I'm trying to, try to cover for you here, bro. Which, <laughs> <laughs> Which state? It was legal. It's legal in New York, 17. I was 22. I think he was just trying to make you look like a more decent human being. <laughs> That's yeah. all that was. Right, it wasn't right, a legal right. matter. But I used to get back in those. I used to get a lot of fucking pussy after those shows too. If Lewis wasn't lapping me, I would have been talking about me. But he was just like, I'd be yeah. like, oh, I fucked a girl, and Lewis is like, I had three girls in the bathroom. And you're like, fucking. Well, your you body is ridiculous now. Thing. You should. Uh, you should. Get back in the game. He Thanks can't though. I'll tell you, he fucking even if B left him tomorrow, I don't think Lewis could recapture it. It's I think a he's weird been thing, out for dude. too many years. Here's thing: when you're, I'm, I'm now afraid. Like to fucking hit on chicks, and let, now you need comedy. I couldn't go back to a bar now and just walk up to a girl and be like, "Hey, what's going on? You're hot. We should hook up." That was the. It was as simple as that back then. I would be afraid. Like you'd li- that's literally what you would just yeah. go up to a stranger and just say that, and you do it enough times to somebody would say. I would do it in a way I that don't was have funny. a chick, and I can't do it the same way I used to at the beginning yeah. of when I first yeah. started comedy, man. And I'm much better comic now than I was back then. But I can't like. I just don't have the shameless young dude yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah. It's about you. It's I'm about not as me. Dumb. That's that's the bigger yeah. thing. Being just dumb and young, I mean, full of cum. It, yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> but you'll follow but whoever to the bar. You don't have you know, that go. voice in your head being like, "What the fuck did you just say?" You're right. gonna be a yeah. dumb fuck, you know. And that's there right. one time uh, we were at a bar and I met this fucking Asian chick and she did that thing. She had a boyfriend, but she was doing that thing where like, or we were doing the thing. Where we were like taking her phone and like looking through it in front of her, like at her pictures. And she was like, no, stop. And there was a bunch of naked pictures in her phone. <laughs> and uh, she's like, oh, I got a boyfriend. So we ended, up, we ended up hooking up. We made out that night. And uh, when she wasn't looking, I emailed myself the picture from her phone. Oh, like, just a shithead great move. move. Yeah. Great move, though. So I, I emailed Did you make the classic rookie mistake, or did you go into the net? Because everyone no, no, knows. No, no, no. I made the rookie mistake. The rookie mistake, obviously, I'll tell you. You text something from a girl's phone. You email delete from it. a girl's phone. But no, you delete it. Everyone deletes it. Yeah. What you don't do. Go ahead, Lewis. Oh, no, I didn't even delete it. Oh, well, what I <laughs> do is delete, like, the other end of it. So, like, the sent mail, 
Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, like, yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to delete like whatever copy is laying on like her fucking thing. Like, well, no, right. that's what I was talking about. Deleting it on her end. I right, didn't right. delete it yeah, on her yeah, end. Yeah. It was like a real scumbag so, seminar right here. Yeah, yeah. So she went home, dude, and like I guess was hanging out with her boyfriend one night, and he went through her phone <laughs> and saw that she had sent this picture to me, dude. So I get an email from her like the next day. Like she's hysterically crying. She's like, my boyfriend won't talk to me. She thinks that we... And first of all, I'm going, all right, bitch, you did hook up with me and you did let me look at naked pictures in your phone. So you're not completely innocent. You basically got caught. Yeah, exactly. It's not, yeah. But yeah, that's the time I ripped a girl's phone. So when did you realize that you could just be a dumb fuck and pick <laughs> up women? Like, is this just something like you were just a dumb fuck and eventually it started working? Well, once again, we were talking about being funny in the beginning. It was, it's it's this thing, dude. We, I genuinely think, I was, because I was a fat guy with a small dick, I, I had a need to prove myself with women a lot more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was like... The, for the same reason you develop skills at being funny or you develop skills at, at being smart or personable or whatever it is, I developed a skill at being able to get in girls' pants. That was I, Instead of being funny or charming or whatever it is and the end result being getting in girls' pants, I figured out the quickest way to that, which is whatever it is, just talking a game. I would rather hook up with a less attractive girl that was willing to fuck me quicker than put in the time with a really, really because, hot chick. Because it was strictly numbers. It was numbers. It was the perversion. It was the idea of fucking two girls within a 24-hour period. That was always big to me. Sure. Like, I always wanted to, like, that would, like, really turn me on if I can get two girls within a 24-hour period. Or do it in public. Do it in a bathroom within an hour of meeting her. That that was that God would like damn it. that would really so, turn me on. How long does it take you to step out of that game and be? Are you you're married now? I'm not married, but I got like but a pretty, serious chick with a baby. Might as well be. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, how long is the process of stepping out of that to the point where? Because I don't understand how you can go from being in the mindset of it's almost like a competition with yourself. I need to go out tonight and have sex with a girl within an hour of meeting her. I think I grew up and I stopped being obsessed with getting pussy. That stopped being really... I don't watch porn the same way that I used to. I used to just jerk off and watch porn all day. Like, anytime I was alone, I would jerk off a few times in the day. You know what I'm saying? And also, and just, she validates you too, right? Beatrice. Of course, yeah. yeah. I mean, it all, that that definitely changed things. Meeting a chick that I was like, wow, I'm like head over heels. This chick is fucking bananas. Dude, there's a big... She, the, the sex drive thing, though, I think is a big thing, too. I mean, it's like, well, obviously, like you found a good chick and settled down. But, like, dude, I don't know. I noticed a big... You know when they say the thing about how, like... I mean, I really do... If you say from, like, 18... When it's just like they say, like, you always were the horn dog in a relationship. Like, when you're 18, right. you wanted to fuck. You had to always convince your girlfriend to fuck. Right. When you are when you get to be 30, they never want to stop fucking. And you're, like, kind of like, oh, we already fucked today. Like, that's just, <laughs> it, it just does, at least in my experience, like, it does just start to go. I'm not saying I'm, like, a six-year-old who isn't interested in sex anymore. But it's, like, it, things have changed, definitely. Like, you, you're just not as yep. drawn. You know, like, my reload time has gone down. Yeah. For sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Kind of like, so, once a day. You're young, Sam. Oh, you're in trouble. Yeah, but Joe, that's completely normal. For you. Yeah, that's right where you should be. Yeah. So you should go to a doctor. It's, it's <laughs> How often do you masturbate? Me? Daily? Yep. Oh, you wow. masturbate every day? Vibrator? No, I used to. I used to always use stuff, but about yeah, you. Yeah, move your phone. Ago. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> But you and half ago I stopped using toys and now I just do it myself. But Did really, you do that? Most, most days, every day. Wow. If I, if I miss a day, I'll probably go three or four the next. Three or four? Yeah, man. I'm 32. I'm at the fucking peak. You've masturbated four times in one day. I haven't done it today, but I'll go home after. But there's I don't know. Day. You guys all might be in my head, though. It might put me off. I won't be able to come. So there's a day where you masturbated four <laughs> times, two completion in one day? Yes. Wow. Many times. Many times? Have you ever done that? See, I've, have you never yeah. done that in your life? I don't know any girls that have done that. No, girls I've are, see, I've done that in my life, day. but n- I haven't done that. Yeah, but I was Talk like, to a girl in her 30s. Wait, wait, where 
did you say Sam? I mean, I could do like the four fucks in a night when I was like 19 or 20. Now I'm kind of like one or two. Let's fucking sleep. Most guys that are like 26, 27 can do that, but any guy in their 30s, I can still, I can still like go for for like a second round most of the time, but it is for her. Like that's oh, the fucking yeah. truth about it. It's like I'm not oh, like it's so uh, sad to hear. Fucking Dave so sad. Smith, and God's, God's gift to women. Yeah, I don't even want to do this. No, baby. no, no, no. Sure. I'm, not God, I'm talking about you can have this you're dick. working up a boner. I'm saying is the point. I'm saying you're not like really fucking like. Right. What if like, she I'm gets you the boner? I'm saying the second She's gotta time. She's got to be really hot. Yeah. So how often do you jerk off now? I mean, I definitely jerk off every day. I think if if I'm not, but if I'm gonna fuck or something like that, I'll, I'll a lot of times I'll fucking save it. Like if I'm gonna hook up with a chick that day, I'll be like, yeah. uh, let me yeah, not yeah. jerk off. So I really Whereas, fucking enjoy. May I That's because you also you like may. to lo- uh, bust loads on chicks' faces. I, uh, I really like to get as big a load as I can and bust. Yeah. On <laughs> it's pretty, hot. It's pretty big thing for me. That's like, your, I'm that's trying your thing. to not get the chick pregnant. So in my, we have the opposite fucking reality. Well, here. I don't. You oh, want yeah, less I load. I want less load. Well, Lewis is all about coming inside a chick, which I don't get me wrong. I like to do that sometimes. I love. I like to come on the puss. Shut my dick back in. That's how you okay. got a baby. Yeah, what are you gonna say? <laughs> no, I just think it's funny too that Lewis is like, yeah, I don't want to get pregnant, so I'll jerk off first because I think probably less less sperm <laughs> then, right? You know, it only takes one. That's right? probably like, safe. No, it is, hold on, it legitimately is. That's a that's a that's an actual medical fact. If you jerk you don't off, shoot as strong. Yeah, you're the next time you come. Well, I don't know how many hours you have to wait for it to be a full load again, but it is definitely less of a load. It's a half hour. There's less sperm. Wait, that's is it? eating in the. Pool. I will, I, <laughs> Kelly. What the hell was your point oh, ninety minutes ago? I I think um, I, I know that they're never going to agree with this, but I believe in my heart. And I know every girl I talk to about it Wrong. agrees with it as well. Robin Williams deserved to die. You um, piece of shit. <laughs> you piece of garbage. <laughs> All right. Um, when these guys are talking about, like Dave was saying, you know, the next one's for her and oh, not as much as I used to be, maybe I'm getting older. I don't. I think that, yes, age is a big part of it, but I think the biggest part of it is weed smokers. Weed smokers have the worst libidos. Nope. I will never date That's a weed true. smoker That's ever again. It's not true. You know, we'll you had you dated a guy with a hold on a terrible libido that happened to smoke weed. It's all it, that happens. No, I know, I know no, weed. No, no. I literally know weed no. sex addicts. I know weed horn. Yeah, Lewis I was is the biggest pothead ever. Sex literally a sex addict. It's not I true. Would, it's bad for your sperm, but there's no. I've never, I've never gone out with a guy who smokes weed that had a good libido. But that's every one of them that I'm not a pot smoker, but pot makes me horny. Yeah, pot actually makes me pretty horny. Yeah, it's always a better fuck too. Kelly, anybody you might have just seen you naked. When I. When I smoke pot, it's like the the time I wanted to, you know, go down a girl is when I was high. So I don't know. Yeah, you don't go down. You're talking about yeah, but you're not a big weed smoker. You don't go down on chicks beyond that. No, I will, but I'm like, I got a date or anything. I don't want to. I've, I've done it on like. Not it's not something oh, that you I like. Do. I love to put my face right in. I, 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 I think it's so intimate. Nose into you know? butthole, tongue as yeah, deep right. as possible. Yeah, yeah. 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 big oh. pussy. My mom loved me, so. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> she loved me too for doing that technique. They're all terrible. But you're not. You're not really into eating pussy. I'll do it, but I gotta like the girl. I think it's the most intimate thing with a with a girl. I agree, bro. No, I agree. I'm a Jew, dude. I'm not gonna let a guy do it unless I really like. I came when we were at a place. What? I won't do it. Kelly, nobody wants to go down on you. <laughs> you. Would you let a guy have sex with you before you let him go down on you? Yeah. That's crazy. I think sex really? is less intimate than kind of like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. But you're you're inside of a person. Well, I think on paper you're right, but just the the, the, 
Yeah, but he's, I've never had sex on paper head? before. It's always a blanket <laughs> or a carpet. <laughs> ba-na, 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 farts. All right, thank you, everybody. I'm Joe List. <laughs> so was your was your weed theory just based on one person? No, it was based on... But see, the thing is, though, Sam, I don't believe, is a big weed. Like, he might do it from time to time. And maybe Joe would have done it from time not, to time. Yeah, I'm not a I'm talking Lewis guys that... Shut up. An I'm ounce talk- a day. Yeah, I don't... Louis, you were addicted to weed and sex at the same time? Yeah. I'm, I'm talking... I, I, would, I would literally buy... $50 worth of weed every day, smoke it. And the Jesus. reason why, I, for me at least, what I was saying, I know that Kelly's wrong because every my day. weed level has been consistent this whole time. Yeah. What I'm talking about is an age thing, not a weed thing. No, but I, I smoked I, more weed back then. But I reckon, you like, reckon no, I, if, if I went through the last 20 guys that I dated and, I, and we went, factored in the weed stuff, it's always the weed thing. And how I'm, many not, weed I'm not alone like this. And like, how many like, weed oh, by the way, a lot, a lot of women will fucking. Uh, like it's very easy when you kind of look back in retrospect to kind of build that case in your mind, but I think it's just a coincidence for you. I really do. I've never heard from anybody that them smoking weed does anything to their libido. Yeah, but you know, I think it's like you know when you first started um, smoking weed and you would get the the munchies really really bad, and then gradually as you start doing it every day, that kind of desensitized a bit. You know what I mean? Like you don't make, eat the munchies. Not, hold on, I I'm reckon not, it's the same thing. I'm like not, initially Kelly, get listen, horny and then. I'm not saying that it's even an aphrodisiac. I'm not saying that the uh, one or the other. I'm just saying that I don't think the two are genuine. Number related. one, I've never heard that. What you just said, the munchies going away. I've never heard a pothead tell me that. Yeah. Um, number like I'm. Uh, think you big build a tolerance you to a drug, I mean. to a but, drug but it still but makes you hungry. But not as bad as you used to. It's I don't smoke enough. Uh, I don't here's know. I, I've they, never... Look, here's what I will tell you, and maybe there is a relation to this. When you smoke weed, there definitely is like a, a depressing um, effect. No, yeah, to maybe you're less motivated and to try to hit on a girl right, to go get laid. You're less but motivated I, I like... to go and take her out and yeah, go to the movie. Yeah, you're less motivated to do anything, right? And have a great I conversation, maybe including sex, maybe. or to really impress her and fucking get her in the mood. Maybe all that, but if she just wants to fuck, you're not gonna be like, ah, I'm too hot. A lazy fuck. getting blown and then fucking yeah, a chick. That's what weed's made for. But no, you're right, Kelly. Maybe in your experience, the guys just stopped being like as romantic, and the passion was gone. Maybe the, it was only. Hold the on, hold on. Guys. Wait, have they seen your act yet? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to do a full study. The here. question <laughs> is, were they more sexual at first? Um, I no. I I reckon any guy that wasn't a big pothead. Uh, I'm talking about the second and third. Well, plus you're, you're masturbating like four times a day. So Can what's it, you, how, what are you expecting if he's from there, people? I'm, I'm gonna like not do that if he's there, but. You want him to have sex with you four times a day? Well, initially the first one they can do, and then the reload of second or third. Like if we have sex that night, sometimes it's fun to have sex in the the middle of the night and in the morning. Sight to have sex with you three (laughs) times in one night. I'm just giving him too much. It's a lot. Is the only thing. Three times is a lot. Yeah. DJ. Three is a lot in a 24-hour period. Do you think to ask of a man? With you. I mean, if you're going a rut, <laughs> every single time. I've not liked one of them yet. <laughs> I mean, if you're, uh, no, in a 24-hour period, if you're like, we're going to wake up at 6 a.m. and before the next 6 a.m. No, but like, that's not the way with, it works. But you get home with someone, it's like midnight, you go home together, you fuck that night, and then in the middle of the night, you kind of both wake up and boom, and then the next day, you have morning sex. Like, I that's love the in middle of the tw- night wake up sex. Oh, is it oh, the, best? the best? Oh, it's the best. best. That's really but that's the best. Three gotta, gotta in under twenty four uh, hours. That's not that. Yes. Yes. Hmm. Hard to ask, and it's not like I'm not doing anything. I'll make sure you know I'm, I'm a good fluffer. I love a good I love good morning sex. That's always great. Yeah, yeah that's, that's kind of wake up. You know, it's kind of. I'd rather that goes. more than the night sex. If I know he can't do a second or third round, I'll rather wait. Look, you can't, look, you can't blame a guy for not wanting to get up in the middle of the night and fuck because some people just aren't like that. 
Look, if the guy does, if he fucks you at night and then in the morning he's coming up with excuses, I'm telling you, it's not the weed. It's just not attracted to you. And I'm not even saying you in general, the fans that are fucking listening. If they, <laughs> if, if that's the case, it has nothing to do with I the genuinely, the one the thing, and I say, I was literally just arguing the other point that like my sex drive has gone down in the last decade. I can't wrap my head around the idea of waking up and not wanting to fuck. I mean, yeah, I'm, that's, that's when you want to fuck. In the morning? If I wake up and there's a chick next ready. to me, I always want to fuck. Yeah. Like, like, hard, if yeah. anything, I do, like, this is what I do. If I go on, if we're going out for dinner and then, like, a party or whatever, I will fuck before we leave the house at, like, 5 or 6 o'clock. Yeah, you will. And then you get drunk, you eat, blah, blah, blah. And then you go to bed. Not no shower. sex. You're not going to shower No, no sex you when you go out. home. And then you can fuck in the morning because there's no expectation to fuck when you get home. Just fucking roll over. Look at Kelly just naked, farting, snoring. I got to fuck this. Kelly just farts herself away. Kelly, I you think you look fuck? great this today. This room makes me I hate you myself. Great. Thank you, baby. I would rip that Jay. shirt off and fuck you right from behind. I was gonna. If you were here that day, I showed the nipple. I would have showed it to you. Oh, One time, not three times in a row. Though. I would have showed crazy. you, Joe. No. I would have made sure it was okay with Sarah first, <laughs> right, but I would have right. showed you. I, what I would do is wake up first thing in the morning if mm-hmm. we were together, mm-hmm. and Tell I would roll more. over, mm-hmm. put the mm-hmm. pillowcase on your head, and then put the blankets around your body. I think this is how Robin Williams killed himself. Jesus Christ! Why'd you have to bring it there? This podcast will be out next Monday, not too soon. That was Sam Morrell, everybody. He's very insensitive. He's a big Jew face, too. Terrible. Call the the insensitive Jew face killer. I don't. Uh, I don't. Great sm- shoulders, though. God, <laughs> you guys are being really harsh. The most on insensitive sound. description <laughs> of an insensitive person. <laughs> oh, I just farted. I don't smoke yeah. weed, but I don't like. I like uh, middle What's of the night. Record? Sexually, yeah. Not more than two. More than two? No. Okay, but middle but of the night. I like middle of the night sex, mm-hmm. but never morning sex. Never? Never morning, morning. sex. Morning's so I good. like it in the very beginning. I'm like, yeah, this is a great idea. Oh, and then, and like, then I can never finish. Okay. If you can't <laughs> come. Can't come in the morning. Sam self-conscious really? about his hair. If this is his <laughs> <fucking> afternoon <laughs> <Yeah>. hair, <laughs> imagine what it looks like in the morning. Yeah, no, I do start thinking about I don't start thinking about my, my hair, but I start thinking about my breath. Yep. I start thinking about all that stuff. I can't come in the morning. No, you don't kiss you in don't the kiss, morning. You don't kiss, man. You turn around. Yeah, but it's still close. No, you go, it's a lot of like like to the neck. <laughs> like, you go, like uh, past the mouth and breathe. A lot of like breathing on the neck and stuff yeah. like that. You just turn really, her over. It's fine. Do that too. And you suck her dick. I mean, his, I mean uh, her pussy. You suck her pussy. Uh, yeah, like, when was the last time we ran sex here? Anyone this morning? This afternoon. You had something else to do? This morning, yeah. Get on you, Joe. Yeah. God, you're a trooper. We had a great sex life. Did you yeah. finish? I did. In the morning? Yeah. Good for you, we man. Both finished. Oh, good morning. Good, good for, for you. you. Oh. Yeah. So proud of you, Joseph. We have sex almost every day. How That's long have you good. been with her? Three years. Oh, wow. Keep that going, buddy. That's excellent. You gotta fuck every day. What if I'm with someone and we don't do it every day? I think it's where we're on the way for like bad things. You think so? Yeah. I'm good for like three times a week at this point. Yeah, but you but get up a lot very bad, early. Though. You have early nights. Three times a week is good. I think it's always having it at least good. once a week. Yeah. How long have you been with Chick? Nine years. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think at that's nine. Years, plus, I'm up like, at four o'clock in the morning every morning. I, I genuinely yeah. think at nine years that's like means like you're crushing it. Like three times a week <laughs> at yeah. nine years, you're like, oh, you guys are still like into each other. You're perfect for the five o'clock, like the five p.m. sex because you don't want to have a oh yeah, like that's perfect. And like when she when she gets home from work. Yeah, I'm completely ready. She's not, but I'm completely yeah, ready for it. Right. What does she What does she do? She works in uh, film, but Ooh. she's like a porn. she works. She's <laughs> yeah. fucked she's all a day. porn star. She's, that's so why she's so tired when you get home. It was pretty <laughs> trying. The day. Something about like a woman, like a happy hour, like business suit. I think is so fun. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah. So she's got a job. Caesar is home. I'm getting fucking horny here. Yeah. I wish there was a girl here. Yeah. (laughs) 
Joe, I... Oh. I'm joking. You're having a... Well, it's you're that, a beating today. It's that <laughs> thing of like, <laughs> she's she's being a professional in Young the business place. So and wrong, she's only know? there to work. She's yeah. there to... She's just like everybody else. Well, that's... Professional, like 20, dude, there's something... 24, 25. Something about having like really sexy panties underneath like one oh, of those... Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because like, it, it is just so that like, oh yeah, you're taking like this CEO who's very professional, very in charge, and then you're just making her your... Right. Like, you're dirty. Like, yeah. you came yeah. here for this. It feels like... It feels nefarious. I think that's why it's kind of hot. Do you like, like skirt or pantsuit? It does love, feel nefarious. Oh, come on. Like, like the pantsuit. Nefarious. <laughs> no, no, no. The, the dress, definitely. The skirt, rather. Yeah, I like and, uh, the skirt. And, you like a pantsuit pants better? Suit, yeah, you want to fuck Hillary Clinton? What? Yeah. <laughs> no, a hot girl with a pantsuit with a fat ass. No, the, you just wear a thong on the knee. Men do oh, want to fuck their so moms. Sexy. You know what? Like I, was, I remember I was, I was on a bad. date with a girl on finance. And and it was just so, it felt so nefarious. Like she's like, I'll call a car service from work. I was like, oh my God, that's fucking cool. Oh my God. Where do you see the bond market going? <laughs> Guys, you really got to scale Kelly's jokes. I mean, that was a fucking A plus. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate it. it. I just, I just assume it's <laughs> not funny. And I assume it's <laughs> According to the Festuca curve, she got an A plus on that. Uh, that was a big one with the Festuca curve. That was curve. the best joke she's ever told on the Festuca curve. I didn't curve. hear it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's still, you know. Oh, there's more than one uh, Festuca curve, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Why was that a delay? That should have been big, right? Well, if I'm grading that on the Kelly Festuca curve, that was a fucking triple plus. That was the best one ever. Do you tell do you tell the girls you're with that that's what you're into? Like, do you bring it up the the, the CEO fantasy or whatever? I should not usually. I'm not usually like you work in finance. That's what fucking does it for me. No, I don't say that's weird. But would you say like why don't you just wear like a little uh, skirt suit I, today? They, they, you know, they usually are self conscious about it and they're just like I'm so embarrassed in my work clothes. I'm like no, I think it's hot. It's right. Yeah. There's what? something about someone she's dealing with. The more people she deals with that day in that outfit, the hotter it is when you're yes. I feel that way with my girlfriend's a comedian. I feel like there was just 200 people looking at her, and now I got her naked, and it's just us. Right. That's something and, hot about that. And you know somebody, at least one person, if not many in that crowd, wanted to have sex with oh, her. Oh, yeah. And now you're sure, that dude. person. I'm sorry. I shouldn't ah, have brought mean, man. But it is. Look, man, if there's any... And this <laughs> yeah, is a, exactly. And, and it's this, great. Yeah, like, I'll tip my hat almost to, like, the w- women will say, like, it is a different kind of, like, struggle to be a female comic. There is. If there's a, a cute comic chick that you're watching on stage it's pretty impossible for there not to be at least one point in her act just as a dude staring at a girl for 12 minutes yeah at one point you're gonna go like oh her like waist is like this her tits are like that her that like there's no way to get around doing that you don't it sucks being a girl but you know what hold on i don't don't think that's necessarily i think women fucking visually yeah maybe not men on the exact same level maybe you're right i don't think it's the same level you don't think there's women watching the you stream of this right now thinking oh man Man, no, look no at there's no, I there's six hunk of especially right. now. <laughs> look at those hats. There's this <laughs> there's this moment movement for women to be sexual, and I think that women, I think human beings in general, by are now very, do you mean the sixties are very sexual <laughs> creatures. And no, I think that women do take in men visually just as much as men. But the difference is, it's not as important to them once they take it in and compute it. What's more important to a woman is that the guy is killing and being personable and owning the room. Us, it's way more important that she's hot. And there are she's a lot killing, of studies. Yeah. Hot. There are actually a lot of studies on this on the way like that men take in physical viewing of women versus women taking of men and they say that like I forget exactly what it is but like men tend to see in parts more women kind of take in the whole I think there are major but, differences in but the way we like break each other down there are like, definite differences but if you see as long as the female comedian on stage is cute like say she's a 7 even if there's a 10 in the crowd there's something about her being on stage that makes comedy her hotter yeah. she's a 7 she's a comedy 8 I don't right. think I don't know any, there's no, I don't know any study this is completely off of my I don't think any I could watch a girl comic do a half hour and I'm enjoying the show and listening but 
the whole time I'm thinking about her physically also. I don't yeah. think any girl is watching fucking Bill Burr and just picturing his dick. To be honest, I think <laughs> I'm visualizing the girl's pussy half his the time. Dick. I don't, it's oh, just natural. It's in me. I don't yeah. want, I'm still enjoying I think, the show. Truthfully, I think, I think they harder. are more likely to do that with other chicks. To be honest, I think it's yeah. more like kind of break down what they're wearing, what their outfit is. I think there's actually all the all this sexist shit that women accuse men of doing. I think uh, women end up doing just as bad if not. Kelly, worse. do you have lesbo fantasies about female comics? Be honest. Uh, well, sometimes I don't know. I knew it. Oh, if you Joe, fuck, you were right. If you could fuck one female comic, who would it be for sticks? Um, I don't know. Maybe Glazer. She's pretty hot. Oh wow! There it is. Yeah, she's got a great body. Good looking girl. Yeah, I don't know. There's a few. Why? What you gonna masturbate to her tonight? No. Seven times. My friend, I wouldn't do that. Good Nikki, for you. If you're listening. But can I ask, what are you guys like when you talk about women? Um, what's the biggest no? Oh, April Macy. May April Macy. Yeah. Oh, Kay Vazi just said that in the chat room. Oh, oh April Macy. April Macy. <laughs> what's, what's the, the but What's the worst thing that a chick can wear when a chick's wearing something? Because we're talking about body, like suits and stuff. Guys, Any, no, anything that shows your arms. Besides what I'm wearing right now. All right, let's get the joke out of the way. You've done. Okay. You're dead serious, Kelly? There's I'm nothing dead serious. The, uh, stretch pants with regular underwear is like one of the worst things. Yeah. Oh, that yeah, a girl you told me wear. about that before. That is literally like the, one but, of the like worst. Where you can like, see bunching up. Where it's yeah. like, gr like granny panties under. Like, you have to wear right. no underwear or a thong with stretch he's pants. He's saying that's that because that's ridiculous. what he's told me no, no, about. No, no, he's saying that's a fact. Because that's a fact. Yeah. It looks horrible. It's I see it happen out there. It's pretty brutal. I think like tank tops and stretchy pants, you know, it's pretty bad. I just told you that's not your I do what I'm wearing. I think not oh, tight stretchy pants is another mistake I've seen. Yep. Like not like your friend's stretchy pants or something where right. there's like a little bag to it. It's like no, those have to be tight. You, you know what like, you mean as a comic for a distraction point? Like what's the best thing to wear? No, 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 no. I'm I'm talking about like when you see a chick, she's like hot, but then she's wearing something. You're like, whenever a girl's wearing a. This doesn't happen as much anymore, but there's the, there was jeans with no back pockets for a while. Oh, yeah. That made your ass just look like it was gigantic. It just never silly. ended. Huh. There's something about, and I don't, I, I, it, it seems like for some reason it happens more and more often. When a hot chick puts on a fake mustache because she thinks oh. it's funny, uh, it's that is the brutal. worst. That is brutal. Uh, even once she takes off the fake mustache, it never. Like, yeah. I'm done. It's over. It's over. What about the girls with a tattoo of the mustache on their fingers? Hate that, too. That? Actually, why? I hate What's that, too. What's the deal? I don't understand why they do it. What, is it Cross-dressing is your joke? That's the fucking joke? Yeah. I, 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 I'm not attracted it to it. Do you, guys, do you remember on Last Comic Standing, the, uh, the one chick? Stop flexing because you see Kelly fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you guys remember? I usually oh, sit like this. What a tight top for the last three weeks in a row, by the way. Ida, uh, Ida Rodriguez, she wore that yellow dress. It was actually the night She got a lot of shit about that. Well, uh, what's his name? Uh, the Wayne's brother gave her shit about it, and he was like, oh, you shouldn't dress so distractingly. And I thought it was uh, an interesting thing. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. I think that I think your job in entertainment is to try to use every asset you have to, you know, uh, you know, to try to get ahead. And if you're a very good-looking woman, and, and if you have a nice body, and, and people want to look at you, and they want to look at you physically like that, I think that's only an asset. It also depends on how you want to present yourself. Like I if, don't know. You, it does kind of. Sorry. Can I just ask it does come off like you're a sexual object. A but little bit, you though, might you know? want to present yourself that way. If you're right. sitting there going like, you know what, I want to be looked at as sexy and funny, then you should absolutely yeah, dress like that. But, but if you, you don't. Funny, you yeah, you funny. do have to be you funny. Be, you well, can't Schumer be sexy did sexy and you know not be funny. Schumer was hilarious. She for did a special. She did an interview. I think someone. I didn't see this myself, but someone else said she dresses you know sexy and well because she, in her mind, if someone's flipping through the channels, 
If she's just dressed normal with pants and a sweater, they're just going to flip right by. But maybe they'll stop and go, oh, that chick's yeah. hot. That's going and to listen, and then they're like, oh, shit. That's it's exactly what you she said. She's using. jeans. Like those promo- promotions for a show on the subway. When she was wearing jeans and a little leather jacket, she looks so much sexier than she did in the glittery dress. Hmm. Yeah, but look, most, most, most people don't agree with Amy's also doing yeah. very mm. sexualized material. Very, You know what I yes. mean? Like it kind of fits for what she's doing. Right. There's also other comics where I get, although I'll tell you, I do see some very, very cute comics who really dress down. Who I do tend to go, say to I don't know. I just go like, oh man, they're really not taking. They're not using the fact that they're good yeah, looking. Yeah, dude, if you're all. good looking, dude, and you're not using that fact, I think you're really missing an opportunity. Sam, right? Are you all right, Sam? That's three yeah. times. I've just been holding it's it a, a bit much. An hour. I mean, drink a lot of coffee, so I just coffee. Like, piss, I piss a shit. I piss. I piss. Guys, will a, a outrageous amount. I piss three times over you, the course of a night. It's oh, it's really like that's you'll get up. Like, that's diabetes, Jerry. You get up to pee. What's that? Do you get up to pee? Literally night. twice a night. Really? I, I get up. I get up yeah. like at least. I'll hold it. Three or four at least. It's not healthy. Yeah, yeah. It sucks. Yeah. It's yeah. not unhealthy. It's just a thing. Well, no, because it interrupts your sleep. It's unhealthy. Oh, but I fall right back asleep. I'm a good sleeper. Oh, <laughs> you're not that good a sleeper. You I wake could... up like four times. Yeah, to piss. So I don't piss the bed. Well, but I fall right back asleep. I get good sleep. Don't ever want to worry about me. I'm very healthy. Sam is gonna die soon. <laughs> Sam Mor- <laughs> Sam not not Sam Roberts. Sam, Sam Morrell. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna die young. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to hear that, buddy. Um, don't die young. Uh, I don't know. But I was gonna say, guys. I mean, it's harder to tell. Does a guy know if he's a good-looking guy? Like some guys decide that they're good-looking guys. Yeah, and yeah. they're normally dicks. I think, no, I think you, no, you know them. if you're a good-looking guy. But because yeah. there are guys that definitely dress like you know what I'm going to comics who are saying I want to get teenage girls to be into me. Yeah. You know what I mean? But and when, so they'll take advantage a, of that too. When a guy dresses like sexy or whatever or tries to dress nice, what you're saying, show off their thing, people usually think they're a douche. Like Dave <laughs> yeah. Cook wears like a, like a the tank top you're wearing and his special. Everyone I've ever heard from every comic is like, He's a fucking asshole. He's wearing a tank top. <laughs> but every, but every seven stink. He doesn't have good arms. But every seventeen-year-old girl for a period of time had a crush on Dane Cook. Right, and then yeah. like Eddie Murphy's wearing so. leather with like an open thing. Dude, I tell you what. Every yeah. time I see a guy wearing a leather jacket, always up being a dickhead and a douchebag. And no, and I think it was like funny. a cool thing for him. comics to do in like the 90s. Yeah, I think it's it awful. People think Jeselnik is hot and he dresses nice. Yeah. He dresses like he dresses where, pretty normally, doesn't No, he? but he dresses nice. He has a style to him. I think like, I uh, look at Seton Smith. Seton Smith dresses nice. I don't think he, he dresses douchey. Right. Seton Smith, he, he's, he's put stylish. together. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, he scuffs it up. So it's, ha- you know, like, you know, you are not a stylish dude. I'm not a stylish no, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? No way, dog. But girls that are going to be attracted to me aren't attracted to the guy who gels his hair and stylish they're gonna be attracted to a guy who's got a little bit more rough around the edges but the the truth of the matter is no i'm in better shape now than i was six months ago it is definitely better for my career that i'm in better shape and i'm not a fat fuck 100 uh, percent. you you could tell me i could write as many fat jokes as possible that shit is nowhere well, near no, as yeah, but well. some things like, also no look chris farley losing a ton of weight in his prime maybe wouldn't have been good for his career like you're not doing a fat guy thing but you like, know it's like how pissed people up. were with jonah hill when he when he lost weight everybody but he was furious. Was like, yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm trying to turn my life He around. was a yeah. funny fat guy. What happened to him? Well, you want to live, there's you faggot? This, there's yeah. this irresponsibility of the public where you go like, like, oh, wow, you're, you're, you're fucking getting in shape. You're abandoning your funny. You're, you're, like, Sell dude, out. Like, I, yeah, I want to be funny out. for another 60 years. Well, I, I don't want to fucking be funny for the next 20 years and die of diabetes Well, I think these, these feminists who criticize every, you know, like that, that mother oh, that of three who puts out a picture of her looking awesome and she goes, what's your excuse? And they all go like, oh, this is 
anti-woman and anti-mother. It's like, oh no, actually she's a role model. She's being really healthy. Her kids should look up to that. And some of you other moms well, were like, like the best well, part. I'm a mother. They, don't have an excuse there. There was an answer. There was another woman who answered yeah, the picture yeah. and she was out of shape and, you know, not like terribly out of shape, kind of like a festuca. And she had three <laughs> kids around her. And then she, she had had three kids though. She had had three kids, yeah. Oh, um, so there, that was the... She had every excuse gotcha. in the That's world. That's the reason for the yeah. not being in great shape. <laughs> I don't feel okay. good myself. So Kelly never right. had an excuse <laughs> before this stuff. woman took it. Kelly, how many kids have you had? Oh, God. Aborted no. or not? No. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's like a weird thing where it's like, why do we have to see your photo? Like, you know, I, I, I'm embarrassed that I'm a hairy dude. I'm a, I don't post pictures. Yeah. Of my, of my but it is here. it is a, but, a but shitty thing should? to do for that mom to be like, what's your excuse? Like, no, I don't. I'm not agree. a fitness model. No, but you know what? Oh, that was yeah. It, yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Like, should it, the, just because results, a mom is not a fitness model doesn't mean she's gonna my, die my of malnutrition. She's not a fitness model. My chick has a fucking six pack right now. She just had a baby a year and a half ago. It's because she cares. She fucking. Care. But she about, why can't nah. you be proud of an accomplishment? Let's you say it's like a genuine accomplishment yeah, you have but, to work for. No, but no, but, yeah, but she was going further. She was saying like, I think that was the, I'm, the, the I'm right and you're wrong. No, I, no, not I think, like, hey, look point, how great I've done. I don't know that it's the, the point that she's making. That, the point is that your kids aren't the excuse. Is what she's saying. She's saying, hey, if you don't have this, fine. But it's not because you're a mother of three. How many? Hold on. How many people fucking looked at that and went and said, dude, I gotta get a gym membership. Let me go do this. How? And it doesn't matter if a hundred people were inspired to go and change their fucking lives. If a hundred people were offended and one person was inspired then that was a great thing that she fucking did like who cares if the end result is uh, the number one the message is correct number two if she inspired people to go out and change their lives and do something positive with their lives and not use the fact that they have a kid as an excuse which everybody fucking does then more power to her you know i think the message is an irresponsible message that you send to the public that oh no it's okay to be fat it is not okay to be fat this is coming from well, who's been over 120 pounds overweight it's not okay you're going to fucking die do not send that message to your children Children. But it's what if it's okay. but what if it's okay to be of average weight? It like I'm not, not in okay great shape. I'm not in bad shape. More than six percent body fat, you fat fucks. Kill if yourselves. So if you're ten percent body I'm fat, kidding, kidding. don't kill yourselves. Get in shape and live yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, if, if you're just like I don't want to get in shape, I'd rather spend some time with my kids and not worry about it. And then have this ad come out that says, "Well, what's your excuse?" You'd be like, "Why are you being an asshole to me? I wasn't making an excuse." Well, well to say it's to me is a very self-centered. Yeah, it's thing like too. Look, it's yeah. your, your. I'm reading it. And it says okay, your. Okay, someone's know, just like if there was just like a picture of a dude lifting a ton of weights, and he's like, "What's your excuse?" It's like oh, I'm not as strong. There's still. It's not like an attack on me. It's I would like, read ah, it and be like, "Fuck you." <laughs> I'm not know. as strong as you. I don't take it that way. I'm not an athletic guy. I, I do I, feel I, that way, though. There was an ad, like a snippet, whatever you call those bullshit internet things. It was like a naked woman a who meme? was probably like, yeah, like probably like 85 pounds overweight. And she was like, I have curves. And it was the whole thing comparing to like a whale, how a whale is majestic because it's big, <laughs> it's not thin. I don't know where it is, but it was like a real thing. But I was like, it was like a thing of like, it's okay to be overweight and thick or whatever. Love yourself. But it's like. No, but you're unhealthy. You are yeah. an unhealthy weight. That's the difference. Take pride in yourself or whatever, but you are at a, well, this, an unhealthy weight. Well, it's this kind of like, this like, um, like, it's like relativism almost, like th this idea that it's just kind of like, well, that's a lifestyle and this is a lifestyle. It's like, oh, no, I'm sorry. There are better and worse ways to live. Like, it's not just like, oh, you beat your kids and you don't beat your kids. Like, there, there are dip right and wrong things. But, there's, but there is a, like... And we have an, uh, it's an not just of it's, obesity. Like, but it's not just either you have a six-pack, you're obese. Some are like, I don't go to the gym that much and sometimes I eat dessert. But by the way, I I don't think that that sure. ad I think was... Us, I don't yeah. think right, that, that's normal. The ad, I think, at the end of the day, was meant to inspire.
fire. The point of the ad was the, it was the hostile intent. I don't think it was hostile. It was hostile in tone. If, if you, I, I think it Sam was. Morell knows I'm right. Well, they could have said. I, I don't mind when people when when you know adults. It's, it's one thing, but when it's a kid and when you see a fat kid with an adult and they're stuffing fast food in their face. Right. That's, that's dangerous. When you, that's when you're like, it's right, abuse. That's, that's some form abuse. of child that, abuse. Uh, that's right. It's abuse because you should find a way to at least get some nutrition into a kid. That's, right. That's the same as neglecting him, and that's even the if laziness. you have to come in them. And that. <laughs> what? Wow. I just got you know. 10 grams of protein <laughs> inside my son. Well, it wasn't so much of what you said, it was the enthusiasm right. with which you said it. But, but that, but that laziness is a similar laziness of letting yourself go as an adult, and that's, that's the connection, you know? It's yeah. Like, do something, take some with your kids. Yeah, but there's this thing. It's not a powerful Look, ad. But there's if, this movement. If people aren't talking about it, and I think people are talking about it, and I think it did inspire a lot of people. So you have people, the only people who are, who are offended are people who don't want to... Doing the wrong thing to be... Look, yeah. we just... I feel like we have a lot of this in our cult where, like, if there's a group who's offended, then we're all like, oh, you're not supposed to offend them. Even if, like, that's... Clearly not the most important thing here. Like right. we have an o- epidemic of obesity, and we're getting worried that some fat people might be offended by someone well, showing yeah. like the right way no, forward. No, but when you guilt people into stuff, you're going to make them feel worse. And how many people? Guilt is I, a very effective motivator yeah. for lots of people. It's it's one I of the most so. effective human motivators. Well, like, not with shame, like, guilt, drinking. Phenomenal yeah, motivator. shame, guilt. These are excellent motivators. What about with the smokers and stuff? Every time we guilt a smoker and going, stop smoking, they're like, thing, oh, I want to have a cigarette. And I talked about this on, on the podcast a while ago. There was um, there was a an or, not an article. It was a thing on 2020, and they did a study on gyms. Okay, and basically what what they did was they sent a really good looking skinny chick into uh, three different gyms, and they sent a fat chick into three different gyms. And the point of the study was they came out and they didn't have the cameras in the offices, but they were trying to say that they were trying to charge more money to the overweight people than they were to the skinny people Aww. because the good-looking people they want on the floor because that's going to sell more gym memberships. It's just right. a bullshit, archaic, old thing. It doesn't exist. I worked in the fitness industry at three different gyms. I sold gym memberships. It's a sales job. You want to fucking make money. If I see a person who's 500 pounds overweight, my mind is going, I can sell them $10,000 worth of personal training right now. Right. So it's, you're seeing dollar bills. You're seeing an emotional story. You're seeing emotional triggers. It's a numbers game like this everything person, else. I'm, if I'm trying to sell you a gym membership, I'm, I'm trying to figure out why you're here. You're here because you want to live to see your grandson fucking graduate high school. With a skinny and shaped person, it's a little hard to find those emotional triggers. The whole point of the story was completely irresponsible and wrong. And the message that they were sending to the public was, hey, if you're in shape, you're going to be shamed when you walk into these places. So don't go in there. They're going to rip you off. They're going to shame you for being fat. And people just aren't going to gyms because they it's watch literally like do, it's, it's the irresponsibility of doing a story um, saying that they're treating people with cancer really bad at hospitals and stuff like that when there's no truth to it. So you're, you've got and so people with cancer and are not you're encouraging yeah. people with something that is killing them yeah. to not go to the cure. Well, that's it's I mean I outrageous. Yeah, right? and I definitely agree that there's also way maybe people don't get their feelings hurt. You know? Yeah. There's way too much sympathy for obese, and I wasn't talking about ob- obese people should not be obese. But, even the average but there person. is there is kind of with that ad a bit of a all right asshole like Mate, I got it. Have you seen that show Six Hundred Pound Life? I have. It's fucking unbelievable. With the excuses that get made, it's horrible to watch because it's great. Kelly, to no, watch, that but wasn't the TV. That was a mirror. <laughs> That's so mean. That's why. Thank you, Sam. I mean, it was Sam, funny. Did you save that one because nobody else laughed? But it was because it was mean. It wasn't that it wasn't. Adrian, if you're going to laugh, please laugh into the microphone so the fans know. It was just really upsetting for Kelly, and I feel bad, but at the same time, yeah. I well, found you know, it to be funny. Easy, though, I was waiting for something to come. Something well, you was know, coming. Dude. You know that dude, uh, uh, Stephen A. Smith, the ESPN guy? He yeah. Got, like, suspended. Yeah, he talks like this. Yes. That, so he just got suspended for what was he? Uh, look, what I took his He just got hired by SiriusXM, as a matter of fact. And he got paid way more money, right? Look, good for him. He has his own show now. But the thing. 
thing when he came out and he said like he like what I took it was kind of like oh domestic violence is horrible it's awful to ever put your hands on a woman but women do everything you can to like get away from these men don't come back and it's just like a, these aren't his words they're mine and how I took it but like if if Chris Brown beats the shit out of Rihanna again he is a criminal who should go to jail but she does have a little bit of responsibility like hey and by the way that message may make some women feel bad but it actually might stop some domestic violence out there yeah but there's one of these remember that there was a story oh sorry god but there was the one story a little while ago where the the Miss America pageant um, the girl she they asked her what can we do to combat um, like or to to domestic violence or violence against women violence against women and she was like well I think that women should get involved in martial arts she's a black belt in taekwondo she goes this is how I do it and feminist groups freaked out on her because men they're they're victim blaming men shouldn't rape we shouldn't have to learn how to defend ourselves men just shouldn't rape like yeah you're right honey men shouldn't rape but guess what it's fucking happening out there it's like having a fire extinguisher it's a fucking it's for an emergency no fire shouldn't burn right no but that's a valid that's a pretty valid reasoning that they, not to be on the side of these feminists. That's a pretty valid reason. What you're saying is, well, how do you prevent fires in your house? No, no. Get say a fire ADT. Say, make that a, a better. Uh, is that, say right, ADT. Fire is a bad analogy. You go, okay, so you're setting Don't, up. I'm a, not saying never so fucking do that. You're setting up a home burglar system. You're, set, yeah. you're setting up but a, you know, a ADT. Oh no, people shouldn't rob. There's that's, context. That's literally the logic of it. It's like no, 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 no. You're you're justifying the robber by setting up the shalom. But there's shield. context. But that's to not the answer to how we prevent abuse. Is to go. I don't know if that was necessarily the question. Because that's still going to be abuse. You're just defending the abuse. Yeah, but it's still a good a good like, way to prevent home like, robberies. Is to is to. I like, am not defending the abuse. I'm not saying. But that my, my my analogy of like, <laughs> how do you start Jeez. keep your house from catching on fire? Oh, wait, I said the analogy was shit. I said I'm talking a, to Dave now, oh, bro. Okay. Fuck off, dog. Easy, dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I kind of see their point. If you're like, how do you prevent abuse? Well, you get just as strong, like. So when he punches you, you fucking duck and then punch him back. Well, like, no, but something like, good, like trying to take preventative measures. Obviously, you d- men shouldn't rape. Obviously, no one should commit a crime. But saying something about preventative measures, like, I mean, that's actually trying to help the problem. That's not like... And yeah, ESPN I, suspends everyone who's even talking about it. There's a no talking about Ray Rice thing rule right yeah. now. Or you get suspended. Well, that's because they're invested in the NFL. Of course, exactly. It's all money thing. Yeah, but, ESPN. But when you, it's, yeah, it's pathetic. But then the guys who are bringing it up, and the guy who they just suspended was like, I did this 20 years ago to my now wife. It was wrong. Yeah. He's suspended because you can't even talk she about it. She married him. Yeah. And there's, he there's, was suspended for talking about slapping that her. money. Are you kidding me? There's context to everything, though. Like, he can't, it just... Maybe what Stephen A. Smith said wasn't necess- wasn't wrong. What did he say? I didn't hear He it. said... He made reference to... Uh, he said, while this is bad, he used the word provoke. He said women should make sure that they do not provoke. But to be fair, he did disclaim it about six times before he said yeah, it. Yeah, but it he was said like, it I'm coming. saying domestic violence is horrible. Anyone who does right. that should go to jail. But he Rice s- should have been suspended for way more than two games. And then he says, what I tell the women in my own family is. But he just- said that coming out of the story that featured a woman unconscious in the elevator. And within two minutes, use the word provoke. Yeah, but so, so it's like, you know, you have to realize that, that people... Well, yeah, people react to buzzwords rather than actual... Exactly. There's not smart people watching that's television. Crazy, but that's crazy and that's kind of your responsibility to... as a broadcaster to know what you're saying, especially on ESPN. It's not like... I get it. I guess. I, get, I just hate that we live in a world where it's like, that's the thing. Well, you said a word. It's like, a, I love that oh, scene insane. on a... Uh, meet the parents like oh, you said bomb on a plane like that's that's it it's like right. you know you right. said the word so who cares what you were trying to say and you know what else women a lot of these feminists also they will never admit 
to any part of anything ever being True. on women. Look, no, I'm sorry. If your boyfriend hit you and then you left, went to your mom's for a little, and then came back because he said he's sorry, and then you know you got in a huge fight with him again, and he, but like I'm not saying he's not 100% wrong for what he did and 100% criminal, but you could have handled things in a different way. Like there, there's that point can be made. Like don't, yeah, it can, but it's yeah, kind of like just he, like rubbing her face and yeah, the why shit did he punch afterwards. Her in the first like, place? like well, I'm I mean, not saying he's not. That's not if, but, if my but, sister got beat up by a guy, left and went back to him, she should be told she's a dumb bitch at one point. And by the way, men don't Why, get to deal with look, this at I all. Get, I get it as a... As a, as a yeah, as but you know a, what? As, like, as like going, going back to live with this person is a far smaller problem than the fact that this person yes, hits women. Yes, of course. It's not criminal. You know what I mean? It's so it, like, we don't really need to jump to make that It's also point. different who he is. He's a no, but millionaire. I, no, I, He's a but millionaire. Sam, He's, her life Sam, is fucking forever is taken care of. Who? Who are we talking about? It's Ray a little Rice, different, dude. Here, look, Rice, it, it's, it is fucking... Yeah, the guy's a piece of shit. That goes without saying. I don't think anybody... I think people, yeah. they go, it's one or the it's other. No, no, no. Video. We're not saying that the guy's not a piece of shit. She deserved it. If now it's on her, he's a piece of shit. That's neither here nor there. But you have to sit there and go like, all right, you are a dumb bitch if you got beat up by a guy and you went back to him. But you you pull her aside and say of that course, like, you can't say whereas on ESPN. the public declaration, and that's still kind of... I guess how they're weighed. The public declaration probably should be against hitting women, and then the aside after the point, once we've made every point, should be. And but by the way, have you been with a girl though, and you accidentally like something happened, and you begged, and times. you begged her for <laughs> forgiveness, like I, fu- I was whether it was like oh, I'm, I fucked up, and you knew in your heart of hearts, like I fucked up, and you begged her to come back, and she did come back. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah you know I mean, mean, you could convince yeah. a girl. Why did she come back? Because she loved you and she believed you. And then she's a dumb bitch. But then she's a dumb bitch yes, because she had, believed you. Yes, no, 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 I don't right. know if the best way to deal with physical abuse is verbal abuse. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you this. I also, I've had girls who also, by the way, I've never been violent at all, like physically violent with a girl in my yeah. life. I've had girls who did like to, I, I always puss out when it comes right <laughs> to the hitting them part. But I've had girls who provoked me a lot of times. I've literally, I've talked to this with my ex-girlfriend right now. She admitted this, that it was to kind of turn her on for us to like get in fights and then fuck afterwards. She liked when I yell. It kind of turned her on. It's like, a, oh, look at the beast. Now I know for a fact <laughs> yeah. there are women are the be beast. There are women Unleashed. who yeah. do that with guys who have hit them before. And if you're doing that, you're playing a dangerous like, fucking game. That's and a I'm no just percent saying, of anything. No, Kelly, well, girl, it's not no like percent. It's like, it's like, like when not. feminists say like, oh, who fakes a rape? That's like no percent. No, a it's actually girls. a really big percentage. It's a huge percentage. I'm not saying this is the only thing and that guy should still go to fucking jail. He's still a criminal. But if I jog through the projects and get mugged, no one's going to not mention what I did. Guys don't get shielded like this in life. They go, ah, well, dude, you shouldn't have fucking been. Everyone right away. But this is the same like when when black people are talking about equal rights and white people bring up, well, you know, it's not really that fair for us either. Yeah, but it's been way worse for black people for a lot longer. No, but that's... It's the same... Worse for women than men? Yes, for rape. For rape, but he's not even talking about about physical violence. We get sent to war. Women don't get sent yeah, but you're talking about you're talking no 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 but Dude, the idea that it was worse getting for sent, women in the past than for men getting I debate that my but having having the guy having the person well, if we, if we go to another war I say we send the beast because I want right. to <laughs> yeah but Lou you're but not having, getting sent to war and having to do it's like, not see, being sent to war is totally different say, yeah, like neither are you Kelly living with somebody but if I have a hang on don't worry about going to work because if you live with somebody Who's stronger than you physically? Enough about going to war. <laughs> but up. if you live with somebody who's stronger than you physically, 
but you love them and you trust them. Like this is the person who I'm trusting my life my, to. My and then they start hitting you. That's a lot different than being like I'm a man. I fight in war. Yeah, of course. No, you know I'm what I mean. Saying, no, this it's is totally. What, this is what you were saying when you make the comparison from black and white people. It's like, oh well, and you said we've had it much worse. I was just jumping on that and saying I reject the feminist worldview that women have had it much worse. My grandmother didn't get to work a job. She was a housewife, and there were definitely lots of restrictions on her life. My grandfather got sent into combat fighting in World War II. The idea that gender restrictions were harder for women than for men in the past. Oh, women and children first. The Titanic. It was all men. Yes, I completely reject that idea. Male disposability. Feminists will. Point Point to things like only men could be king. Yeah, but, but that's just one man. The reason that a, lot, a lot of those kings ended up getting murdered. So. Yeah, but the reason and that, and that king had seven wives, and the ones he didn't want before him, he chopped off the head. <laughs> and the reason that yeah. women and children went first was because they were looked at as weaker. Yeah. Sure, but also I more mean, valuable, so, so also less disposable. So and it, they are physically weaker, except for a boat crash. Men are looked at as better. Like no, we'd rather have a man around because they're stronger. Or a war, unless there's a boat you, crash or a war. Okay, look, if there were so war, aside from war and boat crashes. By the way, war is a pretty big one. I'm just saying. Like, also, you can just got, but, like, but, but also hostage, are, hostage negotiations. It's it's same thing. Women and children first. And, okay. <laughs> and men are physically. Stronger no, you don't. What, are, what about what about day to day life? Okay, where, I'm not saying there were not. None, nobody in this room has ever been involved in a boat crash, war, or hostage negotiation. I would rather yes, be but a man. My grandfather, I put that out there. But, but <laughs> I would. Me too. But, right. Exactly. Exactly, because day to day it's easier to oh, be a dude. Well, you have your period, so that, there's yeah. a risk Look, of rape. Uh, uh, you can say that. Pregnancy. Yeah. Is just, I'm sorry, guys, this conflicts with reality a lot. You can say day to day it was easier to be a woman. The truth is that the reason when women went to the to, into the workforce, it was after the workforce stopped being a grueling, backbreaking, miserable place to be. The idea that these men who were working in the industrial revolution, <laughs> you know, while women were subjugated with gender roles, they had these easy day to day lives is bullshit. My grandfather got three tips of his finger chopped off at his factory job and didn't get workman's comp for it. And this was after combat Yeah, but fighting. your grandmother also is getting up early enough to like, it you was know, also make bad. her own butter. Yes, yes. Fucking fridges or ice. Yes, yes. if you could. Kelly's mom always she goes to work and she get butter. Do you know what I mean? Like she had a... A woman's life of the 50s to a woman's life of today? Yes, I'd much rather be a woman today. I'd also much rather be a man. That's when you said, are we getting sent to war? No, neither are you. But if you're saying back then it was this But if it's 19... If it's 1970, you pick man or woman. If um, you're talking about a married couple in the 50s, I am telling you. I'm that asking. My I just said 1970. No, I, pro- I would probably pick man. a man. If but it's I'm 2014, saying, are you picking man or woman? I, yes, I'm still picking man, but that's more of a. If natural it's 2001, are you picking man or woman? Okay, I'm not denying you, but it's not so much. I'm just challenging the worldview that it was all bad for them in the past, and we were the ruling supreme. Uh, what my point is, if it's 1920, you'd probably pick woman, man. That working I don't think was so. brutal, it, dude. If you go back to like, I mean, look, if you go back far enough, everyone's life is just a brutal, miserable existence. Exactly, so and it's I'm not 1920, not... and we're not sinking in the Titanic, and none of us are in war. Yeah, but again, so it's the, probably the... everybody except Kelly is in a pretty good spot. Oh, right I get here. what you're saying. But the, the <laughs> idea that my grand, for my grandfather's generation, working in a factory and going to war was the norm, not the exception. So this idea that it's like, oh, it's just... But we're not your grandfather's like generation. What about in 1920? That is, I know, that I was is how the, the conversation past. started. I was talking about the past. I, that, I know, we're not. That's how the conversation not. started, is that women have had it harder. And that's what I was so that's the uh, point arguing to, yeah. I, I, just, I just think it's a lot. If nothing else, it's much, much more. Just nuanced. say what you really want to say, Dave. If nothing else, it's much more nuanced <laughs> really than women had it bad in the past, men had it great. Much more nuanced. Are you saying that. that women just complain a bit too much and it's not that bad? Yeah. Dave hates I women. I just said it much better. I am. Okay. <laughs> I hate women. Yeah. Sum up. Well. Did uh, Jezebel.com pick this up yet? Cause yeah, I don't know. Well, look, I'm glad we were able to remember Robin Williams properly. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was a man and a woman. <laughs> 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 
Sweetie. <laughs> That's Aerosmith. Uh, uh, I know it's from the movie Mr. Doubtfire, which you're referencing, kind yeah. of. Oh, I, I always thought it was <laughs> "Do It Like a Lady." By the way, I huh? never thought it, I never, I didn't know it was "Do It Looks Like a Lady." I thought it was "Do It Like a Lady." I thought it was do the funky lady. Which means inferiorly. (laughs) (laughs) Which means just walk to a subway stop and totally not be worried about it. Have an easier life. I do feel bad for women. Like, I walk home and I get nervous that there's people behind me that I'm going to get assaulted. And I'm like, I think about my girlfriend. I'm like, that is a nightmare. Absolutely. Yeah, way worse. Being, being, um, being raped obviously is not like a concern that we have to. I'm not denying, by, by the way, at all that in the 50s there were gender roles that were really oppressive to women, and that there currently are forces really oppressive to women. I just, I, I kind of, again, like I said, it's just too simplistic for me to be like, ah, for me to just brush off my grandfather's struggle. You know what else is well done? Fighting in combat, but just brush that off. I have a problem. Rape with that. isn't just even like rape anymore. Now it's like if you get raped, it's a fucking. They're taking you in a car. You're getting gang raped by like five guys. Yeah, just you the for good three old days. days of rape. Wait, what? <laughs> it's fucking nuts. Rape for the nineties was so awesome. The most confusing shit I've ever. Heard. <laughs> not only yeah. would that happen in the fifties, but no one would believe you. <laughs> and there was no right. DNA it's more prevalent. See, I'll admit that sexual assault was much. Less, uh, much taken much less seriously. There was probably okay, more gang raping in the 50s than there was today. You reckon? I don't know yes. if there was more violence yeah. in America. I believe so. In America, more, uh, more violence in awesome general? Day. The 50s were way more violent. I think the 70s were a lot more violent. The 50s? I don't know about no, that. No, 70s I thought the 50s the street crime was pretty peaceful. It was peaceful. the Bernie Bra movement, so people, girls, like, started to get... Yeah, yeah but there was also, like, the crack but epidemic also, and shit like that. Black people were getting the shit kicked out of them in the 50s. I don't want to sound like a... We weren't just talking about rape. We were talking about actually just physically assaulting a woman and how a woman could defend herself. So it wasn't just sexual assault. Right. It is. Men here, and the the point that I had made, and the point that David made about going through like a bad neighborhood, there needs to be uh, some responsibility where you say, "Hey, dude, you know, what the fuck was I doing in in the bad neighborhood? In the bad neighborhood, and just like if I was in a bad neighborhood and I got my ass kicked, well, why were you walking around in the bad neighborhood? Say to you, yes, what we did, and you cannot say to a woman, "Hey, by the way, what were you doing at that party drinking? This isn't a hypothetical, or you're a piece of shit, right? This is not a hypothetical from cops. I got mugged at gunpoint, and the first questions they asked me right away. uh, So hold on, this is outside my building, by the way. Having at 3 a.m. coming back from spots, and they go, "What were you doing at at 3 a.m.? All right, be honest. Were you buying drugs from these kids? Were you that? I mean, literally just." Five minutes of what were you wearing? Right, essentially. But it's the point that we're making that is that you can't Kelly, do that's that. The point. You can't do that. <laughs> but historically, that's what has been done. That, but yes, but it happens. does happen. But it's happened to Trayvon Martin when he got murdered. What was he doing? But this is what you do when you bring something to a cop. They investigate. What was go- by the way? There's this female blogger. Uh, her she goes under the title "Girl Writes What." She mm-hmm. writes about when she was really powerful. She writes about when she was raped as a kid. No, physically as a powerful, teenager. huge arms, huge. But <laughs> she talks about it. She was hanging out with these shitty people, me. doing drugs, and she goes, "I was a teenager. I knew I was doing the wrong thing, but I had that kind of teenager invincibility." And she goes, "This after I got raped, what was so empowering to me is I went to my. I was like, this is never going to happen to me again because I'm never going to be around these people. I'm never going to do this again. And so it's like there, do- there does come a point where that can be an empowering thing to a woman. So like, you're- now I'm going to learn self defense. I'm going to Carry a gun or pepper spray. And what you were saying before was the whole, like, quote unquote, blame the victim mentality would also happen to a guy who was in a bad neighborhood. It does. And, and it does. It does. That's but nobody, true. nobody questions that or nobody That's says true. anything. And we do have a history, and the point I was making about war was, no, we, we do have a history of violence against men. Men are, I think, physically attacked, just Can walking just down say- the street, punched in the face. I think it happens way more often than this happened to women. That happens every Forget day. That. Like, bullying. Just bullying the war in general. Drugs, yeah, all, by the way, physical harm. We have a, we're 5% of the world's population and 25% of the world's prison population. We imprison 
more of our own people than anyone else under the war on drugs, which is primarily Who are you talking about? Americans? Americans. Yeah. Primarily nonviolent uh, criminals are in jail, about 98% of which are men. About 98 So we have this phenomenon where we send nonviolent men off to rape dungeons to lose all their freedom. <laughs> if that was being done to women, do you think that would be a feminist issue? Especially if they call. Be something we, heard, we hear about? Especially if they call them that. Well, rape but that's dungeons. what they are. That's what they fucking are in reality. They, by the way, I've a never lot been. I don't more, know. More men. Well, there's statistics on more men are raped in prison every single year than women in this country. Far more. Well, it's not actually far more, but it's more. Let's create an two awareness more. for two prison more. rape. Then um, there should be more awareness of prison rape. It's a horrible fucking phenomenon. Like it's mostly black like and brown phenomenon. men. Something like a phenomenon. <laughs> well, on that okay. note. Uh, should we ever should we plug their Twitters and things uh, like yeah. that? Everyone, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know What's if you want matter, to. Kelly? Did we offend? Are you mad at Dave or me? No, I don't no, care no, if no. I'm just I'm thinking about the conversation, okay. but it's like I'm thinking about everything, and I'm taking. But it's like it's what you guys. I don't know if you guys will get. It's like I get that you guys are always thinking about. Am I going to get mugged in this bad neighborhood? Blah, blah blah. But like with chicks, it's like this is a constant thing. You're constantly just yeah, not physically as strong as this other guy, and it's it never leaves my brain that. The minute I go around a corner because I'm going to walk into work or to a show or whatever, that there's a possibility a guy can just put his yeah. hand over my mouth. Ten minutes, it's all it takes, and my life. Yeah, but I do that die. too. All, I carry my keys just on said. me constantly yeah. just yeah. in case. Also, but that's what I just yeah. said. You're saying you guys. I mean, I think Dave mm. is making an argument. I think you have your beef with Dave. We're no, all I saying have a beef. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I'm did, just I, like, did I argue against that? Yeah, but by the way, I like, agree. No, I'm just saying, she's I like, you guys, I'm like, I just said the same I'm point just saying, that you just don't yeah. act like we can't understand that but because we can't understand it, dude. I know, but what I will tell is like, a lot of the times, though, you can't even, I can't defend myself with the beginning of something because, because I'm petrified of what that <laughs> no, could but entail. I, I do, I no, 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 I what I mean is like, didn't I say this a second ago, Joe? I agreed with this point. I said, I definitely don't go through that. That's 100% like a burden oh, yeah. of being a woman that I don't yeah, know. That's what I'm saying. We're but all agreeing about like, picking a beef with us. And, that, and, that's, fair, and that's a fair thing to talk but about. It's also like have a, men try to understand that perspective a little right. bit. It's also like a constant, like, um, like what what reminds us all the time is that it's it's constant that sometimes we can't even say anything back like so a guy will stand in front of me and be like talk to me talk to me where are you going where are you going and what I want to do is go fuck off get the fuck away from me but I can't because that little well, by the way that's also off, that's a little aggressive so can I say that's a little aggressive if no somebody, it's not hold on if somebody yep. let me say this no Kelly if somebody comes up to you and says hey what's up girl where are you going Fuck off! I think that's a little bit of a gr- an aggressive of a comeback. You did say it in a tone no. that the, a lot of guys don't approach it in. A lot of guys, yeah, it's not. Like they're not actually women. asking. No, I, it's blog, not a formal greeting. There was a blog the other yeah, day. you're a jerk, guys. No, Lewis Lou. for being such there an was asshole. A blog yeah. the other day. <laughs> it's 11 p.m. I'm walking home and the guy stands in front of me. I'm walking in a straight line on the footpath. He stands in front of me and stops me. And when I try and walk around, he's going, "Hey girl, hey girl, hey girl." Can I ask you a question? Would you agree? Would you agree though that there's a way you can do that not as a creep? Like there's a way I could a guy could try to talk to you like and just be like hey what's going on you know no. what I'm saying like at 11pm there's night, no way a guy, on the street, a guy can't approach you on the street at all it, there's no way that it doesn't come off because I mean, I'm a I big believer so. in like I think like guys do it in such a creepy you, way yeah. sometimes you're, you're just you're, like what you're are you doing? that fucking much you're that strong about trolling did you see pussy? that come did you on. see that one blog oh, about first stop. of all I, Kelly Fasuka I watch you literally on Tinder just swiping through dicks all day long do you do yeah. that Kelly do you swipe dicks um, Swipe a lot I'm, of dicks. I'm making fun of them. I don't see. I haven't gone on a Tinder date in like but, months. But I look, just fucking make fun of them. There was a blog that came out the other day no, where no women were holding up. Uh, <laughs> let me just say this: Stupid. women were holding up a sign, and it said it was things that uh, guys said to them on the street. And some of them were really shitty. Some of them, I'm, I'm speaking to Sam Kelly. What are you doing? He, she, I'm sorry, she was distracting me. What the fuck? <laughs> it's like I'm trying to pay attention to you, and Kelly's over here saying God knows what. Ridiculous. Women. Ugh. 
Can somebody rape her? Um, <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ. That's not cool. That's not Jezebel, cool. Jezebel, Slate, please pick that up. That's not pick cool. That not fun. Save that for where Bobby's back. Jezebel, who's but what it said was, uh, it, it had all these like uh, like pickup lines that guys were using, and some of them were shitty, like, yeah, what are you doing, girl? I like to come on your tits. Mm-hmm. But literally, a couple of them were literally just, hey, how's it going today? It literally, the ones that, hey, how's it going today? I was like, all right, maybe you're being a little bit of an asshole. Yeah, but you know what? If a guy came up to me and said, hey, how's it going today? I would think Stranger Danger, too. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I don't want to, like, That's what do you want to know mace. for? That's why I carry mace. That's yeah. It. And I got my what keys between my fingers. Is he like- but by the way, you can't also say that to me, okay, forget 11 at night, but when these girls are out, it just fucking in these incredibly, like, like sexualized outfits, uh. looking great. Yeah. Kelly, let me talk. You can't say no one's... Kelly, you can't say no girls. You're going, going down the. You're going down the. They're guys. asking for it, Rose. No, I'm not saying they're asking for it's it. It's just not girls, good. You're saying that girls don't ever want to talk to guys on the street. They don't ever want to meet people. Probably not on the street. There's no way that a guy can I approach a girl. He's thirty girls from meeting them on the street in bathrooms. You, got, you women hour. cannot claim. You. That's yeah, numbers, though. That's women. numbers. You, you aren't picking them up, woman. You just said that you only pick up women in comedy clubs anyway. What, which one are you going? No, she said back in the day he got them in bars all the time, and that's what he's talking about. And on the street all the time. Dude, women, you can't. You're not speaking for all women if you say women aren't trying to get hit on. That's all I'm saying. Lots of women like to get hit on by guys. And I think I don't do it in a creepy way at all. A lot know. of women don't, though. Maybe. I mean, but... No, a lot of women do. A lot of women different like to get on it. For different it makes, yeah. it, it makes but, them feel better. Right, yeah. but, but a, lot a lot of women... a lot of women, so there can right. be a lot of people that don't want it, and there's a lot of sure. people that do want it. Yeah, that's exactly right. There's that's millions why I, of each group. But I just said... That, I feel like people argue with me with things like... I just said, uh, you can't speak for all... You're not speaking for all women. Right. I'm just saying, there's lots of women who like to go, go to bars to talk to guys. Dave, only Kelly and Sam are arguing with you. And by the way... they're yeah. both right. gay. That's a two-hour mark, Hey, Kelly. Hey, mate. Where can people reach you on Twitter? Uh, people, can find episode, me, um, uh, keep, people can find me at uh, K-L-O-Y-F-A-S-T or KellyFastuga.com. And um, if you want to come see me, I'm going to be at the Stress Factory Tuesday, the 9th of September. And uh, on the Friday, the 12th of uh, September, uh, 10 o'clock, big, big, huge show at the Creek in the Cave. Um, but uh, just, I don't know. I'll, I'll keep you guys posted about it. It's going to be great, great. Let's go around the circle. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, you guys, first I just want to say I've never raped anyone. <laughs> and, uh, that, um, you can catch, follow me on Twitter at Comic Dave Smith. Uh, feminist. I don't think too many feminists listen to Bobby's podcast, but whatever. No. Uh, I would say zero. zero probably none. <laughs> um, but if you want to hear more uh, me defending more controversial views like that, check out my uh, podcast, Part of the Problem, on iTunes. And for the record, I find Dave to be both uh, endearing and delightful. <laughs> Thank you. For the I record. Think, I thought uh, you were a great guest host. I think his Thank dimples you. are Best asking ever. for it. Uh, we're going to so far after this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that tension. She's unleashed the beast. <laughs> I'm at, uh, at Sam Morrell, M-O-R-R-I-L on Twitter and uh, upcoming Seattle, Utah, some stuff. So, oh, am I not? Moving the shot, yeah. Moving. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I'm also, just be... throw out vague cities. Don't mention clubs <laughs> or <names. laughs> I forgot the name in Utah. Seattle, it's laughs. It's in Kirkland's good and uh, that's September. So come see that and, uh, you know. All right, look. This is the funniest plug of all time. It's hey, going to be good shows. Sam, Seattle, good. Portland, Toronto. <laughs> Thank you. I don't recall saying uh, gonna Portland be, or Toronto. Gonna be, gonna You're be, confusing the listeners now. It's going to be packed. King <laughs> Lou. That Utah gig is going to be big. That's not even a city. That's just a state. <laughs> All right. Hey, guys, I'll be in the <laughs> southwest in region of the country <laughs> at some point in my life. Well, check my calendar. It's on samurel.com. Go M-O-R-R- below that Mason-Dixon line. <laughs> I'm sorry, I interrupted right, you spelling. No one come to the shows. <laughs> Fuck the shows. Uh, um, I'm Joe List, uh, Virginia. <laughs> you just skipped uh, Lewis. I know, but I wanted to get that joke up before Lewis did. And Lewis is all quiet and weird. and it doesn't. I'm not it. quiet and weird. I'm happy. 
Nice. <laughs> Fucking thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> Lewis is just trying to delay so someone will get the bomb, Dana. No, yeah. I think he wants to be last so he can make a big thing. <laughs> that was, no, that, was, that wasn't a joke. Uh, that, was your, that was your last opportunity for someone to get it. I just thought, Kelly's speaking, this might be your moment. But, yeah. uh, it usually is, yeah. Guys, go to my website, kellyfasticasucks.com, and uh, check out my days. Is that really his website? Yeah. He's got like seven of them. He's got like seven websites for people to find him at. But my favorite, God my favorite is kellyfasticasucks.com. Yeah. Uh, Guys, it's one website. There's different URLs that you can Yeah, I mean, they all, they're all backlinked to gomezcomedy.com. But, but what's what's one that people could easily remember? Kellyfasticasucks.com. Just do me a favor. It'd mean of, a lot if you could go through Kelly think of, if you just <laughs> If you think about Kelly, what's the first sentence that comes out of your mouth? Add a dot com. Please, <laughs> shut up. You're such a Dick. You know how many people have created the websites like LewisJGomezSucks.com? All these fans of the show have made ones to him and they all redirected it. I'm speaking. They redirected them all to my website. That's a very girl thing. I'm speaking. Uh, Because he always does it. Because he's louder than me. Because he's louder than me. Just give your dates. People need to go home. Wait, so you're saying you have KellyPastukaIsAlmostAttractive.com? Kelly likes to speak proudly of her. She's like, all these people made Lewis J. Gomezsucks.com. Mm. Like Kelly, no. I was funny and I made KellyFusukaSucks.com. It was funny. What's the website? KellyFusukaSucks.com. Please uh, stop, please. I didn't hear the, cause the first. Fans of the show please thought it would be funny to give me a rub. You're oh. bragging about other people's funny that wasn't even original. It was just a playoff of my funny. It is funny. What? It's funny to make fake websites that say people yeah. suck. I like that. Yeah, I mean, there was like seven of them, so you're not going to miss it. Right. Okay, good. God forbid someone low, not find so him. About to cut out on yeah, we need to so like wrap it up. All right. I already did it. Oh, all right. Uh, okay. At Joe List Comedy. Check out my podcast. Those of you who aren't already listening, Tuesdays with Stories, <laughs> great podcast. on iTunes. Thank you. And great job, Sam. I have the mic. Thanks, what a man. great episode. Thanks. Adrian, do you want to plug anything? Yeah, I don't have Twitter, but I would like to plug the uh, Sam Roberts Friday show. <laughs> I enter for Fridays on Sirius XM from 3 to, 6 p.m. 3 to 6 p.m. And it's Eric Nagel from oh, 8 to 9 on Saturday evenings. Ah, uh, A-Rock. Anything? Uh, just go to my Twitter at chriscopo.com. I'm going to give you guys Bobby's dates right now. August 28th, 29th, and 30th. Bobby's going to be at Sarge Splitters in Tampa. And for you overseas people, the 23rd, 24th, 25th, 26th, Bobby's going to be in Denmark, in Copenhagen, Denmark, at the Bremen Theater. That might be worse than uh, Sam's Utah mm-hmm. thing, <laughs> overseas people. <laughs> well, anyone's in Denmark. And go check that out, uh, as always. Sam? Uh, yeah. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, at NotSam. NotSam.com. I have a podcast called The Sam Roberts Show Online, which is also at NotSam.com. And the Friday thing that Adrian plugged is my show, so you can oh. listen to me there. Uh, thank you all. You're all uh, a great thank group you, of people. Thank you, Thank you so much for coming in. We really and appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. So You got up so early anyway. Yeah. Um, thanks, everybody. <laughs> Hey, what's going on? Robert Kelly here from the You Know What Dude podcast from Riotcast.com. And guess what? TrueCar.com is changing car buying forever. Yes, everyday TrueCar users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Some features not available in all states. In the first three months of this year, over 126,000 cars were sold by TrueCar certified dealer networks. True car users save an average of around three grand off MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. First, 
Go to TrueCar.com and find out what other people paid for the car you're looking for. Then all you have to do is register at TrueCar.com to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. Third step, this one is easy. It's simple. Just print out your TrueCar savings certificate and take it to the TrueCar certified dealer for a better hassle-free car buying experience. Remember, every day True Car users receive negotiation free guaranteed savings. Save time, save money, and never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. You've been listening to the YKWD podcast. Thanks for listening. Now go back to your shitty jobs. Shitty jobs. Check out riotcast.com for all of the best podcasts on the internet. And they're all free. And they're all free.